We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Essentially, all we do is just ramble. Yeah. I find like a good spot to cut and start it, and then we go from there. Damn. I could be totally lying, and they wouldn't know because they don't listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, you don't listen to your own your own. You don't drink your own brew. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah we don't. No, I mean, I listen to it what? enough to 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 make the the letterbox reviews. Yeah. So like I skim over it, but like listening listening to, to the to the whole episode, it's like every now and again I'll listen to an entire episode. But generally speaking, I just like just doing it. I feel bad for you. Bad. There's so there's so many good bits that I think of that I'm just like I man, it's like I'm missing them. It's like my friends are here with me. Like and it, Molly thinks it's super weird. I don't think it's weird, but I listen to it a lot. Like when I'm in the shower, like I'm just nice. like I'm just like yeah, all right. <laughs> like, I love this. I can't make fun of you for that because like I listen to my own music from time to time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's, there's no shame. There's, in no, it. there's shame. no shame in it. At but do you all. listen to it in the shower? Like when I like first dropped it, yeah, because it was just like cool that like the music that like I like made is online. Yeah, so I'm like listen, I listen to it like a bunch when it first drop. Like I don't really as much anymore. Like if it comes on like a shuffle, yeah, like I'm not gonna skip and be like, no, right? Because <laughs> like I'm throwing off my bath time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but actually I um I don't like. Because I mostly shower at like the gym in the morning. Like, yeah, I don't actually listen to music in the shower. You can't anymore. relate. True. True. Yeah, like I, I'm not gonna be that guy that's like blasting my music like in the shower. Like, there's a lot of people that do that, and it's weird. <laughs> it's <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, what if we all did this at the same time, and then we would be we just made a cacophony of fucking yeah, right. noise. It would just be noise. Especially since it's like delivery gym. Like there'd be people like playing like worship music, and then like the stall next uh. is like playing like trap, and the stall after that is like for some reason playing butt rock. Like, yeah, it's, nice. It's a weird. It's a weird. And then there's always one guy playing Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> yeah, like, I've actually never heard that. That's in the shocking. Gym. Oh, wow, nice. That's <laughs> genuinely shocking. In the gym too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've listened to this podcast while lifting, though. There you oh, go. Like, I, I like. I it used to drive me nuts because I was like, he's like, don't listen to all lifting, and I'm like, you can't stop. Me. This is not lifting material. You're listening to what the shot. This is the shot in the chaser podcast. What everybody is doing listening to this show is sitting alone in their basement, smoking a disgusting joint and being like, I'll get out of my parents' basement one day. That's what who's supposed not to be listening episode, to this. Though. Not this episode? Not, yeah, not with Nacho Libre. Yeah. That's Nachi. true. Like, today's We're empowering, though. Today's topic... <laughs> damn, he's right. Today's topic yeah. is the triumph of the human spirit. Yeah. We are... working out, start working out. That's so true. I mean, there's dumbbells right here. I can get That's a pump on real quick. Yeah, you <laughs> could. <laughs> on air. Should, should you decide to. Gym. I got that. I got the bike over here. <laughs> This is the bike from episode, I don't know what episode, when I've talked about being on an exercise bike and watching a six and a half hour YouTube video that changed a lot about my the, like trajectory of my life. The thing is, I, I could envision that because I knew what bike, because I, <laughs> I have the other one. It's a set. It's, oh, it's, a, it's set? a set. Yeah, because uh, Josh bought it for him and Brianna. Nice. And okay. they, they stopped using them, and I was like, hey, could I buy one of them? Yeah. And so I have the other one. Do you use it? Like, occasionally. I really don't like doing cardio, so... Uh, I get that. 
I'll, I'll occasionally like put out like some anime and just go down there and get some spin on. Like I was like, uh, get some spin on. Yeah, I'm watching like fruits baskets and like man, that's like, and, like bike. That sounds like a very good time. <laughs> I need to do that because I was like riding the bike and then I and then I finished that video and I was like, okay, I don't ever need to get on this again. And I was just like, oh no, that's not. You got it backwards. <laughs> so I, I that's a good idea because I have anime oh, like yeah. on my phone now. I could just come down here and watch yeah, and just man, prop it up. I feel like if I watched like, oh, what's that show that you've been trying to get me to watch? Hajime no Ippo? Yes. I feel like yes. if I did that, I would become like the strongest man ever to be crafted. Oh, you yeah, could bro. dial in. It's just it's just anime Rocky. Oh, it is. It's oh, great. okay. It's it, it is it's Sweet. anime Rocky. Cool, all right. <laughs> There's training montages. The that's fights good. are so Crazy. But it's like it's like eighty episodes, and I've been on like a real like quick show kick where I'm like I just want to watch like a twelve episode thing, and then be like, wow, that was crazy. Obsess yeah. over it for forty eight hours, and then just backlog it. And I know that if I do that with this show, it's not going to be something I finish quick, and it's going to be something I don't <coughs> stop talking about. Oh yeah, for, you won't. It's for a great. while. The same way I am not going to stop talking about Rocky <laughs> when we get to that topic. The amount of research I did about Rocky like today. And every day leading up to this episode, as soon as it got mentioned that we're doing Rocky, man, I, and it was fun because last night we used to, when we would watch movies, we would normally, I would normally just buy the movie and we would do like an unboxing at the house and we hadn't done that in a while, but I just got the Rocky box set for Christmas and I was like, got to break it open. Let's go. Let's fucking Fresh go. Fresh 4K cut. And yeah, we're, we're super excited to talk about it. It, it, it looked great. Before we, before we jump into that, I did want to, I did want to say. We're a week away from Oscar nominations being oh, dropped. Oh, yes. Technically, yes. when this episode drops, though, the nominations will have already been announced. Okay. Got so, it. we could either react to fake nominations, <laughs> <laughs> or we can we can predict who we think will be nominated for what for a little bit, and then listen to the episode next week and see who. I like it. Who's who rocks and who's who's mid? You should do like the prediction. It. Do the prediction. Do the prediction. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, because we can we can at least put in best picture predictions at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, what do we? Because th- like best picture, they've recently been doing like five to ten movies. Yeah, it's, I think it's ten. Ten. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they raised so it a little bit. You're fine. I, the mountain. It might be. It might be less than ten, but it's more than like every other category. I know that much. I think let's let's safe bet it at ten. Yeah. Who, all right. Who wants to start? Best Picture nominations. Well, I think there's an obvious with Oppenheimer. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I think even Barbie is in there, too. For sure. Obvious. Uh, yeah. I, if, it, if it was ten movies, then yeah, Barbie's going to be For it, Academy for Awards, sure. Barbie is absolutely yeah. going to be on Barbie's that list. The killers yeah. of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower I thought you said The Killer. I was like, The Killer is not getting <laughs> on there. <laughs> no, no, I could see The Killer getting on there. It would be the a pity nom. Yeah. It'd be a pity It nom. won't win, but it would be. I could see it being you a pity nom. Oh, p- poor things for sure poor is going to be on there. Do you think Iron Claw will make it? We'll say or is it too late? No, it's it's technically allowed to be no, nominated. Allowed. There's a lot of hype around. I it. think it. I mean, it, that's a good. I'm going to see it Friday. Point. I'm yeah, going to see it Friday. Nick, you need to that's see it. Point. I took if off work. Seen it, I haven't seen it yet. See it. I took good, off work yeah. on Friday, and it's coming to venue on Friday. So I'm just going to oh, go nice. early afternoon nice. and, and knock it out. Good idea. And I think American Fiction comes out this week too. I do want to. Oh, I do want to see that. That make it in time. To, for Oscar I, predictions? I don't think it, I think it technically has, but I don't think it'll. I I saw it in a trailer today at a movie. For real? Yeah, but it said playing in theaters in December. Yeah, but it was in a trailer before a movie that just came. I think it was Beekeeper. <laughs> I'm so 
fucking jealous that <laughs> you yeah. saw Beekeeper. Yeah, but it, it was it kind of threw me. I'm like, I've already seen yeah, this like, movie. Why am I seeing a trailer? Because you saw the special screening of it. Yeah, which is kind of weird. <laughs> okay. And it was good. So let's. we've only got like five movies then right now. I'm going to pitch and say Anatomy of a Fall will definitely yeah. sure. lock in a nomination. I think so. How are we feeling about Holdovers? Hold, oh, yeah. No, Holdovers, I think, has for, to. For Best Picture. Paul Giamatti has won, won the Golden Globe. And I'm pretty sure I think the critics the critics choice award yeah, for best actor. Okay. Yeah, go for it. I, I didn't even know that. I That's think great. Holdovers, yeah, for sure is on there. Um, I think Maestro might be on there. Man, that's bold. Eight. I think it might be on. I don't know. It's good. It's getting man. a lot I of hate really, though. People are hating on it. I think I it's really good enough to get a nomination it. just because it's been in the other shows. I think so that's Brad, true. It's, I think it's, Bradley it's, Cooper will get nominated for Best Actor. I, I, and yeah, Carrie that's, Mulligan. That's a good the so safe I, bet. I, but I don't know if they'll give him the Best Picture or not, though. That's where I'm not sure. I will also say that Godzilla Minus One did submit to be to be considered for a Best Picture nomination. Well, they I think should. it might, it might be considered around then. I know. I can't believe you still haven't seen it. I know. It's great, dude. Uh, it, you should watch my it. My wife hates like movie like watching a movie like she she likes it when she watches it but the idea of watching a movie of like sitting down yeah, yeah, yeah. An hour so and a half two hours that like cuts down on sure. my movie watching ability a lot that's okay <laughs> no, I, I totally understand that I've gotten in the habit of like this is kind of funny but may, maybe you could employ yeah. it is like uh, on my lunch breaks I get an hour so like I usually take an hour every day to watch a movie and I'll finish uh, a movie in like three days typically if it, if it if it's if it's like uh, a longer movie that's psychotic I, I'll, I'll, I like I like works, to watch it. it's like I need to see the whole thing all at once usually my, my tactic is I just put a movie on and she like wanders around the house doing other things and then she'll get like sucked into it and then just chill and then yeah and then she likes it cool. but it, yeah it's just I have to usually put it on and just kind of like he has hey, to trap her I got, okay. I got a trapper that's okay <laughs> I have you now. <laughs> but I'd say it's usually hard to go to the theater. Oh I know when I got you guys to go see the menu, I was like, "Holy shit!" There's <laughs> my triumph of the human spirit. Yeah, like, we saw Barbie. I think that's the only thing we've gotten this year. Man, that's it was worth going to see. What did you think of it? I I actually really loved Barbie. Cool. I, I yeah. thought it was a lot of fun. Um, good, I know yeah. you guys obviously your opinions are a little We're bit not, different. We don't hate the movie. There is <laughs> no Barbie hate. Enjoy it I think yeah, I, I, think I, I, I cornered you at like the it. pool party, and I was just like, I was like, you know, like fucking Barbie. <laughs> we all gave it a three and a half, and it is yeah. fine. That is a good review. That is a good review. We're being targeted right now. Okay? Yeah. That's not top ten I, behavior, but I it's just, a good review. And I went in thinking it was an easy five. Same. So I went in expecting kind of Lady Bird, and it was a three and a half, which was probably why I sounded disappointed. But yeah. it was a good movie. It's better it than most. It we went in expecting Lady Bird and got yeah. like. Of almost rush hour esque. Yeah. <laughs> rush like, hour esque poor things. I was like, I don't know. I think that's why like I probably liked it more was because of the fact that like I was going in with the mindset like like listening to your guys' obviously like review of it beforehand. Uh, I was just like, oh, like I don't know. I'm like, uh, they they said it wasn't that good, so I went in there kind of being like, oh no. See, and then I had a good time. Good. <laughs> did the right thing. Did the right that's, thing. That's I wish I had gone in being like mid tier movie, and then it would have been probably yeah, like absolutely been like, hey, goaded. That was yeah. fucking great, but yeah, but but we went. We also like we also world. shot ourselves in the foot by going yeah. to see Oppenheimer first, oh, which that, was like, that was oh wow, so stupid. That was the best movie I've ever seen in my life. It was the only one. You could be like, I haven't seen Barbie since either, which is the hard thing. It's like I haven't really given it a fair shake. It's on did, HBO. I know. I did, did rewatch Oppenheimer though. That's oh, okay. you <laughs> lucky bastard! I still so have Oppenheimer. Like, yeah. Is so great. It's still sitting still. on my shelf. I know I need to watch it. I've been on such 
bizarre movie watching bullshit this year. I find I, okay. we'll get into that in a in a little bit. But where are we at on Oscar nominations? Was that that was like eight? I think. Yeah, eight I, I want to throw seven. Fast Lives on there. That's too. gonna be the, that's gonna be the coda of this year. Yeah. Okay. God Nine. forbid it wins. You think <laughs> that would be code, the 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 coda of this year? I think it's a I, movie that everybody saw, everybody loved, everybody can appreciate the fact that that's a really good first. That's a really yeah. good directorial debut. I get that. I get yeah. that. And it did something neat, and it handled the material well. Yep. I can see that. But in my mind, I'm like, well, I saw Coda and just was like, that's the pity nom. Not not pity, but it's like the nomination where it's like, you won't win. But like, yeah. being here is is amazing. And then Coda won and it was like, oh, that was fucking weird. <laughs> and so, if Past Lives were to win over like Oppenheimer, I'd be like, mm, stop the count. Something's wrong. Like this, that's insane. Yeah. I have really. I, I genuinely think Oppenheimer like has it in the bag for, for Best Picture. Mm. I, I, w- I can't I see why it wouldn't. I agree. I, I I am nervous with that Barbie. Barbie might get it, or even the holdovers because people are loving that. Movie. Holdovers is getting more and more hype yeah. every day, which I love. If it wins, I'm not going to be disappointed though because I, I think it just shows the mood that the Academy was in at the given yeah. year. Because like the holdovers is arguably just as good of a movie as Oppenheimer is. They're just two completely different vibes. They're, yeah, they're so different. Like they're not trying to accomplish the same things. At any moment in either of the movies, yep. there's no correlation yep. there. Yeah. So that doesn't, you know, it, that doesn't say anything towards holdovers. Um, like I love Oppenheimer, I like it more, but holdovers was fantastic, and people really liked that movie. They yeah. really clung to it. I I live in a constant state of fear of a day that holdovers beats out Oppenheimer though for an academy for that Academy Award. I, yeah. I, yeah, I especially for best best yeah. picture. And I don't I don't think Barbie has it. I don't yeah. think I think Barbie is is gonna. The Academy's starting off weird this year because, like, set design, Barbie isn't nominated. That's or Barbie that's Barbie didn't weird. make the short list, and it's like yeah. that's that weird. bizarre because yeah, it's yeah, like a fully like practical set. They did like a. It was whole, so cool too. It was it amazing. Was so it looked cool. great. Yeah, and they did like a Architectural Digest did like a whole like episode in yeah. the Barbie in like the, the Barbie, Barbie Dream yeah, House. It was like house. okay, this is clearly like, this is. There's no way it doesn't get nominated. It's kind of like everything everywhere where they were like, not visual effects. And it's like, that's crazy because three yeah. people made that and it looks better than everything Marvel's ever put yeah, out. Like, yeah, I was like, what? Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but sure, yeah. let's go with that. Um, I don't think, and at the Golden Globes, Barbie like picked up the two like participation awards yeah. where it was like you best made the bo- most money you made the most money and it's like that's not like a secret it's not like a gee i wonder who will win this yeah, that was like a section made for marvel <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. and then the other one th- there was a another i can't remember what it was but it was another one that was like oh man that's like a it's like a cheap shot golden globe i didn't i dude honestly i'm so behind on the golden globes like the oscars is the only one that i like dial in for completely same and then all the other ones are just kind of like when they happen i'm like Oh, that gives me more inclination to think I know what's gonna win. It's kind of like Oscars, it's like the it's like playing the odds, and I will I I need to give a little fuck you out there, fuck the Emmys, fuck Succession, fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge, <laughs> fuck all of you stupid fucks that were like better than Better Call Saul. That is so not the truth. Fifty three nominations. It it now holds the record. Better yeah. Call Saul was nominated for fifty three Emmys and won zero. One zero, and they're run. That's I've never even seen Better Call Saul, but that's I kind of did my man dirty. Bob Odenkirk died on set and then was resuscitated and finished the shoot, 
And they were like, no, Kieran Culkin is great. (laughs) Yeah, I also, as a Succession fan, I don't get why he is the one that's winning. He's not the one, he's not even, he's like top four maybe. I I always thought he was a side character when he watched the show. So So why is Kendall Roy not getting the award? (laughs) The guy who should, he's He's best boy. A guy who is basically killed off the show halfway through the last season is nominated for best actor. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished this show. <laughs> I haven't even started it. But it is Yeah, it's it's just absurd that that Kendall Roy did not or Jeremy Strong did not get nominated. Not even nominated. He was one of the best performances. That is just absurd. But But he didn't jerk off on a window. Yeah, better call Saul. <laughs> Yeah, Better Call Saul, though, to get 53, that's crazy. I would put, like, it's in my top five best TV shows ever. It is light years better than Breaking Bad. And it is such a great, amazing show. It was under drama. Yeah. Which is crazy, because I feel like it definitely blurs the line between drama and comedy. Uh, Not that last season. (laughs) There's not a single funny thing that happens in that. Did you ever watch The Bear? No. Um, I, I refuse. I love, I love the bear so the much. The bear is so good, It's right? so good. I refuse. You need to watch at least um, with Four Fishes. Is that the name of that episode? Seven Fishes. Seven, Seven fishes. fishes. You should at least watch yeah. that. Molly says the same thing, and I'm like, until I get a direct apology from Jeremy Strong about his comments made about the Snyder Cut, or the other guy, I don't know who the fuck all, they're all white guys that suck ass in a, in a yeah. TV show. They're Italians. <laughs> they're bad at it. They're Chicago <laughs> Italians. Those aren't real people. <laughs> Midwest Italians don't exist. Yeah, right? Midwest <laughs> they don't, they're not real. They can't hurt you. <laughs> the thing with the bear though that i find interesting is that like most of the show you're not laughing at all yeah it's not a funny show but it won like every award with comedy yeah because when it does hit it's so fucking funny (laughs) yeah like there are comedic characters but it's still like yeah that seven fishes episode you were not laughing oh you're gripped on the (laughs) yeah you're gripped damn and there's a i mean i've seen enough clips of it after i'm crying Mm -hmm. like I, you need you need to give it. You got enough. You got to not make remarks about the Snyder cut. Yeah, they're making fun of like the type of people that like this. And like, I know that that's what it is. And I yeah. because as the most annoying person within ten feet of anybody ever existing, I know that this is a frustrating thing hearing somebody be like the Snyder cut is great. And the problem is that when you're like no, but it is, and I can explain why, then they're like, all right, freak. And it's like you cannot be mad. You cannot be like <laughs> they can't explain why the Snyder cut is great. And then when you explain, be like, okay, freak. It's like nope. Nope, nope, you Marvel brain fuckhead. That's not how this works. That's not how it works. It has nothing to do with it being a superhero movie that makes it perfect. Yeah. It's the fact that a man went against everybody and was like, no, this is my cut. I don't care that you think it's too long. I don't care that you don't like X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I don't care that it's not fitting this mold. This is my vision. And it is a perfect, it's the best it's superhero movie ever yeah. made. Yeah. It yeah. is a great movie. I've said my piece. But once again, Triumph of the human spirit was that 10 nominations i think we're missing one but we're we're, we're very very close 10 <laughs> movies is a lot to nominate i don't think 10 movies deserve yeah, the, the, the best right. picture because we're at oppenheimer godzilla yeah. barbie holdovers poor things killers of the flower moon past lives anatomy of a fall so we're at eight. Oh god what about that so thanksgiving yeah. movie thanks Thanks, Thanksgiving. No, Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'll kill. Thanksgiving. I'll yeah. kill a bitch. Thanksgiving over that movie. for for best picture nomination. <laughs> if that's up there, like the I, way I throw my hat in the ring. <laughs> the way I will throw I like the like, Spider Verse movie might get on there. Oh, oh that's that's a, that's good, a good Oscar bait movie. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, nine. that's nine. All right, I like that. 
but what would be ten? I'm still literally grasping at air. I don't know what. Did we have Iron in. Claw on there? Iron Claw? We talked about it, but I don't know if it's Oscar bait enough. I don't know if it's I like thought, too I mean, late. It's based off of yeah. a true story. I we were the Oscars that love that. Did the whale get nominated like last that. year for best picture? How do we feel though yeah, about odds on Asteroid City? People hate that movie though. It's on Variety's like worst movies of. I'm gonna base. I think it's great. I'm gonna base his other movies on, on the Oscars because I don't think he was really a big Best Picture nomination. Yeah, like when Grand Anderson. Budapest was one that got nominated for Best Picture, but that might be the oh, only that's one. Oh, that's a That's yeah. true. That's true. What do we feel about Bo is Afraid? Do we do we feel? No, I don't think so personally. Yeah, I, maybe, but that would be the new pity vote. I don't think that that one would win it. And then I think my last contribution on that would be potentially I could see Boy and the Heron securing. Yeah, yeah I'll throw it in there. Do you think that wouldn't just get subject of... to like animation or whatever? I mean, it's gonna be the same thing with Spider Verse. Yeah. I think yeah. where it's like yeah, it'll sure. probably be nominated for best animated film and best best and picture. I think they'll either have like I think they're both likely options, but only one of them will be on there. I think. Well, um, well then I'm nomination. definitely putting in Iron Claw then for sure. Oh, I was talking about Boy and the Heron and uh, Spider Verse. Like in Best Animation? Or, or in Best Picture. I don't okay. think they'll both be there. You don't think they'll both be I an option? I think they'll only give one animated movie. The Oscars aren't very fond of animation. <clears throat> no, they're not. That's, what, that's, that's why I even think why the boy and I think we, make it. I think we right. just put them on that list because I think one of them's a lock. I think that's fair. An, an yeah. animated feature is in the list, but then yeah, that leaves maybe. one space, doesn't it? And then you got to plug an Iron Claw. Isn't that how how, sure. how it would work? I don't know where, where we're at, but yeah. I mean that that puts us at like eleven. Oh, okay. Well, then take because then if you want, because I mean if you wanted to, also you could throw in the Super Mario Brothers movie because I could see that making yeah. seventy Mario yeah. zillion dollars. I'm already, call, I'm already calling one. it. The Mario movie is going to is going to sweep for uh, animation. You had better. See, I think not. I think it's going to get animated. Excuse me, nominated for animation. Like, and it's going to win it. Unfortunately, I think oh, it. I think it is. It is a strong contender. Boy and the Heron has won it every you know, single. I think. Yeah. Boy and the Heron has been has been won. sweeping, which I'm excited. It should. But I, it made me happy. But Mario. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Mario won. And Suzume was also nominated for really. Yeah, which I was oh, very pleased with. That's, that's a great movie. That's phenomenal. I'm actually surprised. We'll get that's into cool. Suzume a little bit more here, but again, oh, I do love Suzume. Here's a here's a drinking game. Every time Nick says "Triumph of the Human Spirit," take a shot. Welcome to the Shot in the Chaser podcast. Dang, flawless transition. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast where we talk about, prepare your shot glass, the triumph of the human spirit. Ayo. On tonight's shot, we have the 1976 ultra classic, believe it's 76, Rocky, not Rocky Balboa, Rocky, the best triumph of the human spirit movie ever made. Ever. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and then to chase it down, we have, uh, I want to say 2007. Six, close. Damn. When was Rocky. Was it 76? I was right. Let's hey. fucking go. I am such a big fan. Um, <laughs> as, our, as our chaser, we have Nacho Libre. A movie that that Joey didn't like at first, and I'm hoping we changed a little oh, bit here. Oh, man. That's Let's hurt. See. <laughs> and on our episode tonight, we have a special guest. Ultra fan, hyper fan. He's been spamming us to get on the show for a while. <laughs> As you've heard, he lifts to our show like an ape. <laughs> I had a PR on, uh, on benching one time for the show. Nice. <laughs> he calls it PR. Please welcome Roberto. <laughs> What's up, Roberto? Nice to have you. Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for having us. Yeah, really. Honest, honestly. <laughs> Thank you for getting my jacket. It is very cold down here. <laughs> it is. Coat is staying up, by the way. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, Roberto. Oh, man. Um, I, I, I was the first person to ever uh, 
rate this on this podcast on Spotify. I take a lot of pride in that. <laughs> Give it five stars. Nice, thank <laughs> you. Um, I hate the way my voice sounds in recording, so when I listen to this episode back, I'm gonna I'm gonna cringe pretty badly. <laughs> Hit another PR. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll drop the bar on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get famous. <laughs> Our show literally killed a guy. No. <laughs> the podcast that killed a listener. Is that it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't have. A, I'm not. I'm not that interesting of a person. Not that <laughs> uh, I really like Nacho Libre. Um, I went when Halloween is, as as uh, Nacho himself. Do you have Hell, a picture yeah. of this? How old are you? In this? I was like 14. Oh my god, that's dope though. <laughs> I still have the mask. I still have the mask. Nice. I should have brought it. I, I completely blank on oh, not bringing it. Oh, that would have been dope. Yeah. That would have been a sight to behold. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> All right, well, then I'm Nick. I'm Matt. I'm Joey. I'm Roberto. Hell yeah. Well, before we get into the triumph of the human spirit, what you guys been watching? So this week, I got to watch a couple of really cool features. Um, the first that I'll just mention briefly is called Carnival of Souls. Ooh. I finished that today. I love that movie. Yeah, no, it, it was good. I liked it. It was kind of slow, kind of a slow burner. Same lady who acted in Night of the Living Dead, so it was a treat to see her being the the lead. Um, I forget the name of the lady that that she plays in Night of the Living Dead, but um, Barbara, excuse me. Yeah, they're, they're coming. <laughs> they're coming for you, Barbara. Yeah, that lady. But Carnival of Souls, nothing like the Night of the Living Dead. Um, lady who plays Barbara drives off a bridge, and wakes up from the car accident not knowing how she survived and that's pretty much the entire movie is you don't know how she survived and she's still interacting with people it's a really cool premise um but then she ends up at, like at the very end it's revealed that the car did go over the bridge and anyway she's kind of like in this weird limbo phase between being alive and then like going to the land of the dead so mm-hmm. it's pretty cool really cool premise came out in 1962 entirely in black and white it's got all those nice little screen pops and everything so it's criterion also oh. For, i didn't even know that okay so, so well it's real cinema oh it is if you have shutter you should check it out too because it, it's it's on shutter that's how i watched it man it's like a 70 minute movie too it's like crazy it's short. so quick yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely worth it and then i got to watch two cronenberg movies i've never seen before Ooh. and these were a treat um, the first i'll mention is the dead zone which we've seen some terrible stephen king adaptations on this show terrible um but the dead zone is not one of those it's actually one of the best stephen king adaptations i've ever seen would you include the shining in that or do you not include the shining because it's not really his book i was literally thinking about that i would say this is the most closest to the book Mm, that is a good adaptation i like this more than it okay so it's like i guess if that gives it a little bit more understanding it was really good christopher walken's the lead he plays this this guy who gets into a car accident and then he and then and then he becomes a psychic so he starts like whenever he like touches people on the hand, he can see how they're gonna die. So then he he starts to help people not die essentially, and uh, anyway he gets wrapped up in this whole conspiracy plot because a uh, guy who's running for senate passes by him as he's shaking his hand. He realizes that this guy's gonna commit genocide. Like he's eventually gonna become president and then commit genocide. So Christopher Walken's like, I gotta kill this guy. Like it's, it literally is, uh, to me, it was a great movie. That sounds awesome. It was kind of a thriller. I'd watch that. And then the last movie I wanted to mention briefly was this movie called Videodrome. Now, also in Criterion. If you're into messed up movies, this movie is <laughs> is is worth it. Um, you know that he's a, you know sick. he put this on the list at some point that you're gonna have to watch now, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Poor Joey. It's not it's not the worst 
thing I've ever seen at, at like at all because it's Cronenberg. He does everything so tastefully, but man, it it is weird. Um, I am the video word made flesh is the quote that's just been ringing in my head for many days now. And that crazy image of that guy like sticking his head into the screen of the yeah. TV and it like warps around his face and he's like going into that lady's mouth. Really cool images. Um, the movie is wild. It's about a guy who's looking for like the hardest porno he's ever seen in his life. Like 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 the like kind of torture, like almost on the lines of it being a snuff film. Yeah. But, but it's a fake snuff film. But then he eventually realizes uh, he kind of comes across this fake snuff film that he believes is a hundred percent fake. Which, by the way, this guy is played by the voice of. Hades from the animated Hercules movie. Oh, it's what? James Woods. Yeah, it's James Woods. So, which is which was dope. I loved it, but it's it's that guy. Like he, so like I keep thinking about Hades the whole time, which was very weird. But um, he is looking for like the hardest, most uncomfortable like torture porn out there, and he comes across this thing called Videodrome, and he wants to know who made it because he wants to make his own version of this essentially to like sell it out to his audience Yeah, because he has a, vi a channel on TV called Channel 83. I'm pretty much giving away the whole movie. But um, anyway, this guy realizes that Videodrome is not a movie. It's actually a, a brain-controlled device created by a, like a company that makes missile pieces or something like that. And what it is is like as soon as you see Videodrome, it's so violent and so intense that it literally immediately rewires your brain to where like you can't stop thinking about Videodrome. You can't think of anything else but Videodrome. And they can essentially give you messages through Videodrome to like kill other people. And stuff. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Um, it was really cool though. Um, I, I thought I thought like for the 80s came out in 83. It says a lot about how entertainment I think yeah. is um, enjoyed today. Not in a weird like, you know, uh, conspiratory way, but it just in a more, in a Cronenberg fashion, I think like kind of crimes of the future kind of says the same thing. It's like, yeah. well, what if kids could eat plastic? This is kind of like, well, what if there was a movie that was so good that you literally, as soon as you saw it, you couldn't watch anything else. And then it convinced you to kill people yeah. or kill yourself. Maybe that's what happens in the movie. But yeah, if you're, if you're into that type of stuff, Videodrome, Cronenberg, he has not let me down since like ever since i've watched crash yet not yet i was supposed to watch that over the weekend but didn't happen so, i'm, I'm so curious where two. you land on crash we'll see because that I've was the heard, first cronenberg i saw and i remember being like what the fuck is going on i've heard a lot of not mixed reviews but people either put that at the top or it's like at the very bottom yeah so it's a sight to behold <laughs> i'm ready i can't you literally can't rent it it's on criterion though it it's on on the criterion like dvd but it's not on their their streaming service funny enough apparently because it's rated nc-17 or something like that i didn't even know that so kind of that's crazy. just why Sallow isn't on there you can't watch Sallow on there you have to can't, physically yeah, buy, it. Have to buy it or you can go on fduppmovies.com shout out maybe yeah. crash is on there i i guarantee, guarantee crash is on there yeah. you just have to close all the hentai ads every 10 minutes that pop up <laughs> yeah, while you're watching God, yeah. james spader or robert california from the office fuck people after they get pulled out of car accidents oh uh, yeah, this seems like something I That's might crash. just uh, pass on. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would pass on Videodrome, but I, I would check out Dead Zone. That movie's, that movie's fun as hell. This guy's a baby. He won't watch that. It's maybe uh, the same guy. It's great. It's so I, I am a certified baby. He literally like, won't, even watch, won't even watch Irreversible with me. I will. I get it. 
Irreversible compared to the dead zone is like comparing apples to oranges, though. It's it's like literally like the dead zone is not violent at all, and like irreversible is like hyper violence. Yeah, like where am I? But I love it too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't mind like the violence as much as like the sexual violence is more of where I'm like ah yeah. I really just don't want to see that. <laughs> no, of course, yeah, and and, and, and irre- irreversible is a irreversible, and we brought up Sallow are like yeah. two great examples of that. Yeah. Like, I, I, I got, was like live tweeting me Sallow. Like, <laughs> I was like his emotional support when he was watching that because Molly was out of town, just me and this dog in total silence watching this movie. Like I need to talk to somebody, and I I don't want that somebody to be my wife right now. Like, yeah. This is a shameful thing I've done. To be honest, though, like the, the the he would send me like pictures, obviously like of the tame parts. And I was just like, man, this this, this shit look aesthetic. The problem, <laughs> is that, the problem is that it's vibes on top of vibes on top of vibes. It's just the, the route to the vibes yeah. is really rough. So that was fun for me because I get to like see the aesthetic cool vibes of it without having to ever see the association. Like, ever, you guys are mentally yeah. scarred from watching oh, it. And I'm just like, man, those true. costume designs were kind of nice. Yeah, like, like, they're kind of clean. Italy, man. No, I, I Balenciaga. <laughs> At work this week, they asked our top five favorite movies, and I, I didn't even think. I just told the truth. And my, afterwards, no. Molly was like, dude, why didn't you lie? And I was like, I don't know. What, why should I? And I didn't even think about it, and I put Irreversible on that list. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, if anyone watches that, like, they're, 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 they're just be like, you need to fire this man. Right? Get him gone. <laughs> fire Nick immediately. He should not be here. And I, the way I got out of it, though, my boss was like, should I watch any of these? And I was like, well, Irreversible is not in English. And he was like, nope. And I was like, saved. I don't know. Because if, if that, yeah, that's, a, that's, not, one, that's not one for the, for the work homies. Um, <laughs> I put End of Evangelion, Irreversible, Twin Peaks The Return, Possession, 1981 Director's Cut, and Stalker. The only one not that I... One normie. Not yeah, one normie. It's like, not one. They're, they're, the, they're the five greatest movies ever made. I can't help that. But I... I said that if you had to watch one, do Stalker. I felt it's the yeah. least offensive one. Stalker's good. Right? I like Stalker a lot. I think a normie could watch it and get something out of it. <laughs> Joey, what'd you been yeah. watching this week? Um, yeah, I, I, so I already said I watched The Beekeeper. Pretty good movie. Another movie I caught today as well was um, The Book of Clarence. James, I think is how you say his name. Samuel. Mm-hmm. He did The Harder They Fall. It's really good. Um, the guy who plays Darius, Lakeith Stanfield in Atlanta, he's also in The Heart of They Fall, and uh, so the Book of Clarence. He does a really good job. It's like a take, like almost like a Tarantino-esque take of like rewriting history. The but whole, it's like the time of Jesus. Okay, yeah, I was yeah. going to ask, is it, is it the Jesus story? Because yeah. I've only seen trailers, and I thought that it was just going to rewrite the entire story and just not have Jesus in it. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. It's kind of no, like a retelling. Yeah. That's but a cool then, idea. But then then you mentioned that Jesus is in it, Yeah, too? Jesus is in it. Like, Barabbas is in it. Not Barabbas. Free <laughs> <laughs> so Barabbas. Get out of here. Yeah, like, Barabbas. <laughs> like, Clarence in the movie, Clarence is actually the brother of Thomas, the twin brother of thomas the apostle interesting and so yeah that's that's kind of where it comes from and you know of course jesus 12 apostles they were like the big and bad crew that everyone adored and here comes clarence actually helping the people and that's kind of what the movie's about give or take interesting just like in the heart of they fall i think he does a really good job at ending the movie and kind of taking it in a place you don't expect it to where it basically is the movie I've just described, until like the last 20 minutes, it kind of becomes something different, which I kind of like a lot. 
Cool. Yeah. Okay. I'll have to check that out. I had no interest in it, but yeah, everything you've yeah. been saying about it, I'm like, shit, well, I have to see this. I, I just found, like, I had no interest until I saw this from the guy who made The Heart of the Fall, which is, like, a Western that is, like, so badass and has, like, a crazy soundtrack. Even this soundtrack had, like, Lil Wayne on it and Jay-Z and, like, yeah, it's actually kind of crazy. Do you think Do you think it fit the aesthetic? Yeah, oh, yeah, for That's sure. Cool. Yeah. And that, like, as long as they can make it work. Then. Yeah. One of the guys, like, his... But Clarence's partner is like just basically smoking a joint the really? entire that's, time. That's so funny. And then like they'll hit a hookah. And that's Clarence starts the movie off as the drug dealer of the community. So <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, so it's I want to check it out. Like, at least makes fun of that. Yeah, I at least want to see this because of how much you've stated. That it starts in one place and then by the end yeah. you're completely in a different zone. Like I, I want I, that. Like I love movies like that. Yeah, they yeah. just completely subvert your expectations. Another movie that that comes to mind, Lakeith Stanfield. Sorry to bother you. That movie that uh, was, another was yeah. like so hard to pin down, and it just kept on like folding on you. You were yeah. like, I think I know what's going on, and then it was yeah. like, I thought it was like a commentary, and then the the horsemen showed up, yeah, and, and then yeah. I, was like, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah, my, what, yeah, same. But, so, but I love crazy. movies like that. I do want to. This will be the last time I mention it, but I finished the Curse, Yo. the TV show. Yeah. That talking about finishing something. This last episode is one of the craziest things I've seen on TV. Um, Benny Safdie and Nathan Fielder and even Emma Stone, like what they were able to do in one episode from where they started. Where I like. Every, I found out everyone's kind of agreed with me. Like, the first nine episodes are almost the most unbearable thing you can consider. <laughs> and then, like, the 10th episode is the most insane, batshit crazy thing you've ever seen. And oh, it just kind of. How long is every mind. episode? Like, an hour. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it can work. I might have to commit. I mean, I might, so good. I might yeah, throw it on redacted. You guys tonight. like Nathan Fielder. I, I know that. I, and I, I love Emma Stone and I love Benny Safty. Yeah. I don't like a live TV show. I, it's like I, I'd, I'd say after just defending Better Call Cell with my fucking life, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it and is, I had heard that a lot that it's like unbearable to watch. Yeah, yeah it's a lot. I, I love stuff like that though. I love yeah. like it'll you'll be uncomfortable, stuff. but I think Nathan Fielder does that a lot. He makes you uncomfortable. He does. Very yeah. huge Tim and Eric fan. I feel like this is really right. Oh up your yeah, alley. compared <laughs> to Tim and Eric. Yeah, this is a it's walk a cakewalk. Really? Oh well, man. Then okay. it might not. It might not. Cut <laughs> the billion dollar that. movie you showed me. The Tim and It's Eric. nothing like that. Nothing like that. Oh man, my God. <laughs> I, that I could barely sit through. Genuinely, that one was the, one of the hardest <laughs> I, things I've said. I will never forget the moment when they had the shit tub scene, and and I felt so bad at that part because I didn't even know that that was in the movie. Man, just like taking a <laughs> bath in feces, I was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have even said that on the air. It's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, you can't see it, but I'm giving Matt quite a look right now. Yeah, literally. I, I, should, I should have said it. I should it's have a said bad it. movie. I, I just feel <laughs> so bad. But if if you're a Tim and Eric fan, you should watch it. But if you're not, just just avoid it. I wouldn't watch. You're a Tim and Eric fan. I feel bad for you. <laughs> that's that's facts. <laughs> well, it sounds like I'm about to watch the best show ever. Then. So. Yeah, you, yeah, I think you'll like it. Nice. Yeah, that's all I've been watching though. Berto, what you got? Um, I haven't been watching too much. Been kind of busy. Okay. Work's been slammed, and like uh, we're repainting our bedroom right now. How's that going? Um, not well. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, just like. Did you get your ladder last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I got the ladder. Um, no, we found we have lead. 
uh, paid. <laughs> so just a lot of like, <laughs> yo, eat that shit. <laughs> it's kind of tasty though. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like a lot of hassle, and like our windows have like wet paint on them. So okay. yeah, had took the we we took the Amanda took the windows off yesterday, um, as it's like snow all over the ground. Uh, so the, our bedroom just had the windows open, making our house super cold. Oh, no. uh, but I'll just say, like, I've been watching too much. Uh, watched um, only one movie this week, other than obviously the, the ones we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Silent Voice, which is an a- anime movie, and it's so oh. good. Like, it's definitely up your alley, Nick. Um, What's it about? It's so, it's about this guy that um, like has a lot of shame because he bullied uh, this uh, deaf girl uh, like in, like, sixth grade. Um, and then, like, he got in trouble, and, like, everyone in the classroom decided, who were, like, in on the joke, basically. But he got in trouble by, like, the principal because, um, they were like, hey, stop bullying this deaf girl. <laughs> so then everyone started bullying him. So he got ostracized from, like, society, basically, and is, like, super shameful. And he's trying to, like, reconnect with her to, like, make amends. Mm. Um, and it's really cool, um, because he's super, has, like, a lot of internal shame. Uh, there's, like, a lot, whenever you're seeing from his point of view... He um, is like staring only like at people's feet, and it just shows you like basically like him like looking at the ground and stuff like that. And they put like X's over people's faces because he won't make like eye contact and like won't look at people in the face. Uh, so it was like really cool, like like so yeah, it's super cool. But I wanted to read the manga first before I sat with the movie because I hear the movie is like very hefty. It it's very yeah. It's it there's a lot of like I guess like um, trigger warning, uh, self harm. Um, but yeah, so like. There's a lot of like he at the beginning of the movie starts as he's try he tries to commit suicide, mm. um, and that's how the movie starts out. And then like he obviously uh, doesn't do it, um, but then the girl that he's trying to like r- make amends with also tries to commit suicide. Uh, so there's just like a lot of heftiness on like just like yeah. guilt and shame and like like just dealing with that. So yeah, but still like does it do you think it it ended in a way that you were you were pleased with it? Yeah, it resolved well? really well. Um, there was, like, obviously romantic, uh, notions in there, but it wasn't just, like, I we're in a relationship, so it's all, like, love has fixed our depression kind of thing. <laughs> it is very much kind of, like, you need to, like, make amends with, like, your past, and you need to, like, overcome that. So it's a lot about, like, growing as a person. Mm, um, so I think it ends on a very positive note. It ends on a lot more hopeful note. Um, so I thought it was really good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. And the animation's, like, beautiful. So I don't know if you guys are super into anime, but um, I would recommend it. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Dope. Did you watch anything else? Um, I started rewatching um Blue Exorcist, <laughs> which is another anime. It's just nice. an anime series. It's, like, from the mid I brought uh, a fellow weave onto the show, so I don't feel yeah. so alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. it, it's, it's a very middle-of-the-road anime, but a new season came out, so... Um, cool. Uh, kind of rewatching it uh, just to, so I can know where I stand for the new season, and then just uh, watching a few other anime that have just been on weekly drops, like Apothecary Diaries, um, which is about this uh, girl living in um, imperial courts for like concubines, hmm. and she kind of solves crime. <laughs> it's weird, but it's really good. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, always like on my, whenever I pull up pressure roll, it's like top ten of the week. It's there like every it's single really, week. Really um, and then Spy Family, um, nice. which yeah, it's just like a, a fun little. Family That's a good comedy. show. <laughs> cool movie comes out for that this year. I'm very yeah. excited. <laughs> um, okay then, I want to make fun of him, but the problem is that I watch so much anime this week because <laughs> I went to that con 
over the yeah. weekend, and so like yeah, you you went way more weave than me. I'm like, so. look, I'm like <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that. I'm like huffing gas essentially. Where I was like, I got at, we left, and I was like, I need more. <laughs> like, I, seriously, it was bad. We so for my birthday, Molly took me to to Ichikon down in Ichikon down in fucking Concord. Ichikon because no one showers. <laughs> oh, there was definitely a couple people that walked past me that I was like, Jesus Christ! You're like, like oh, come no. on, man! You, you know it. You can't avoid them all. Like, you at know the con, this, though. You got to run into at least. But it's also like you know the fucking stereotype. Why live it? Why, why live it? It's the culture. <laughs> I think. I think it's just maybe they're just completely unaware, bro. Like, there's just no way. You think that they're fully aware? Of, oh, I think of, that the, like I think there's a specific level of like evil that you can cr- like a line you can cross. The further into this, you I I believe it, but it's very antisocial behavioral because like a lot of anime also does kind of from the fact of you like you're an outsider. So I feel like a lot of the fans who like, uh, for lack of better words aren't mentally stable <laughs> uh, like dive into that or too much kind of like he for me he real like he like me for real and then kind of Watching lead into Death that Note. anti-social behavior yeah and wanting to be like kind of outcasty. so like I sure. think not bathing it's obviously on the farther end of it but it's just kind of like a it's a kind point of, of pride for them where it's like I'm a disgusting weeb it's okay. kind of fucking nuts when you think about it but is what it is hey I mean if that if that's what they're into I mean sure so but. So while we're at this con though, yeah, we got the, it was cool. We got this hotel and it was in walking distance from the con. So nice. like we got up in the morning, we got our free breakfast and then we walked over to the con. But to go to, uh, we both need movies or something to fall asleep to at night. And so we're in a hotel. I don't have like any of my, I'm not pulling redacted up on, on the screen. They had Tubi just set up on the <laughs> hotel. I was like, Hell no, get that free yes. fucking way. So we watched a bunch of Mystery Science Theater 3000, and there were two movies that that were there that I was like, I have to watch these outside of this, because they were just so insane. And the first one I watched was called Puma Man, which had Donald Pleasance in it. Yes? (laughs) Yeah. Nice. And it was about a guy who is the Puma Man. I love it. He's a superhero that aliens, like, left there. (laughs) Who was? Who has powers of a Puma. Oh my god. Which by powers of the he can fly? Because apparently Puma's fly. <laughs> it was it was insane. It was it was it was kooky bananas is what it was. There's a part where he jumps out a three-story window and lands on his feet and he's just like, somebody pinch me. I must be dreaming. And it's just, it's so He's like, is it trying to be Spider-Man and Quippy and shit? Yes, it's so weird but That's i loved so it i was like man i miss when people made movies like this oh. or it's just like who was this for yeah. <laughs> who, was, who was who were you trying to get to see this movie I wish. and then there was another one called mitchell that i watched exclamation mark yes mitchell exclamation mark <laughs> and it was like it was the white man's answer to shaft where they were, yeah they were like Jesus. what if we made shaft but he sucks <laughs> like, yeah oh my god there's a sex scene during the movie where they wrote a song specifically for the oh, movie that says his no. name mitchell the most unsexy name ever spoken aloud <laughs> and it was the most uncomfortable sex scene i'd ever seen in my life i'm not one of those people that's like sex scenes rude movies that movie was already bad and then that <laughs> yeah. happened and i was like this is terrible terrible okay so that so i don't recommend either but watch the mystery science episodes are they are they bad enough to watch you like no they're like just trash they're i would bad. say i would never ever ever watch those movies <laughs> okay. ever again unless i may watch puma man with like the homies <laughs> but i feel like puma man sounds like a like 
seven bong hits deep kind of yes, movie. Right, <laughs> yeah. Donald Pleasance is in it. You're high as shit. And what, your buddy would be like, dude, you want to watch Puma Man? <laughs> You'd be like, put that on. I don't know what yeah. that is, but I would love to see it. Yeah, right. I would maybe, okay, maybe Puma Man. Mitchell, I would only, I would watch the Mystery Science version any day because it was a good episode, okay. but okay. Jesus Christ, that movie was evil. So bad. And then, nice. while we were also at this con, we, um, a lot of people just would be like, yo, what are you watching? Yeah. What anime are you watching? And it was kind of cool because, like, I honestly talked to, like, a lot of, like, not weird people during it. There were pe- weird people that you were like, ooh, don't make eye contact or respond to these guys. <laughs> Including a guy who glided out of his seat at a Beyblade competition when his <laughs> name got called and then lost 3-0. and <laughs> It was probably the best part of the whole fucking night was watching this <laughs> this guy who was a dick the whole fucking game l- glide up, adjust his fucking Naruto d- headband, and then eat shit at Beyblade. Neither oh here nor there. My He's God. living my dream. <laughs> yeah, it's like, that sounds wonderful. Um, But what I had been watching was a show that you fucking recommended to me. And oh, I, yeah. I'm not, I have not forgiven you. I feel like you should be thankful. No. I watched this, I watched, like, a show that Tyler recommended, and it was a total mindfuck nightmare that I was like, <laughs> that was amazing, but holy god, like, I need right. to decompress. And Birdo had come over earlier and been like, hey, I'm watching this really wholesome show called She and Her Cat. And it I was, was like, wholesome. well, that sounds mad chill. Yeah, like, let's, let's go. Saddest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Like it's wholesomely sad. Like audible oh crying, not like crying, like like oh where you're like you're tearing up. Like I audibly let out like a. <laughs> like, like, but how uh, it's like it it's it seems like it's such a, you know, chill title. You think you would think, <laughs> so it was only four episodes. It's a it, like it's it's a really each episode seven minutes. It's a good. It's a quick, super quick show, devastating, um, and I'm on my little anime app logging it and they're like oh there's an alternate version of it made by Mikado Shinkai the guy that did Suzume and um and your name and and five centimeters per second and I was like oh shit let me check this out it's from 1997 nice. and so the animation is like really bad and like the story is very different but very much the same mm-hmm. and I was like it's definitely not as good but this was this was pretty tight and um would later find out that the version that I, the, the newer version that you recommended was written by Mikado Shinkai. Yeah. And I was like, this is a filmmaker. I've seen almost all of his movies. I haven't watched any of his shorts. So I went and watched every single one of his shorts this week. And there were some like incredible ones and then some pretty like m- subpar mid tier okay ones. ones. But I came across this one that I think you, Matt, would like a lot. Um, what is it called? What is it called? What is it called? Um, yeah, Anna. Anna or yeah, Anna Curry 15. And it was a it's a 17 minute short. Cool. But it was it's he's not the sole director. It was a challenge show that Japan did where they gave the biggest names in animation in Japan 1 minute to make a short. And it's just 15 shorts back to back and it's like yeah, Satoshi Kon, cool. Mikado Shinkai, the guy that did Angel's Egg. Like Dope. and it's it's like some of them are like really good. Some are like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, like why? Yeah, like, exactly. Dude, that's cool. It was it was really cool just seeing like this broad spectrum of uh of animation. And so like, really I cool. I cruised through those and honestly most of those were were like absolutely incredible. And then um I saw today that they're making a Richard Simmons movie starring Pauly Shore. So I had to look into that. What? Yeah, can you fucking believe that? <laughs> and I was like, but like the director, I had never heard of this guy. He had one movie called The Cowboy and the Samurai. And I watched that today and it was pretty subpar. 
Uh, when did it come it, out? It came out in... Sounds like it must be from the same era as, like, Cowboy and Aliens. No, this came out, like, recently because it's a, movie, it's a movie made for YouTube. It's oh. an 11-minute movie, movie made for YouTube. Oh, 11 minute. Okay. And then like, this what? movie with Pauly Shore is also a, sh- like, short that's made for YouTube. And I'm like, what happened? Why is Pauly Shore doing YouTube content? Well, they're probably paying him a lot yeah. for it. I saw Pauly Shore in concert. He did what? DJ set here in Lynchburg, like... That's the. That's not Polly Shore. Was that not Polly Shore? No, that's. You're thinking of Jersey Shore. Polly Shore. That's not the guy from. No, that's the, oh. his name isn't Polly Shore. <laughs> God. I, damn why, it. I, was just, I was like, bro, this is gonna be a wild thing. <laughs> that's why I was like, pretty, it was no. Oh, Polly D. Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Okay. My bad. He Pauly heard Polly and Jersey Shore Pauly in his head with Polly Shore. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey Shore. No, Polly Shore is the guy that played uh, the stone the stone character in Goofy movie. <laughs> He's playing Richard Simmons. So yeah, I watched their movie Cowboy and the Samurai, which was was fine uh, in the spectrum of YouTube shorts that I've watched. It was better than than most. Cool. Um, and then I capped it off. I started I started making my way through Vincent Gallo's filmography because he showed up in the news as like making some controversial statement and I was like, I gotta see what this guy's deal is. And his shorts are really bad. <laughs> but apparently his mo- his one movie is really fucking good. Oh. Buffalo sixty six. Oh, I wanted to watch this for so, so long. long, right? Yeah. That's yeah. been on my watch list forever. And so I wanna watch it and and so I, I it's unredacted now. And Sick. another movie that he did called The Brown Bunny, which is allegedly the worst it has been called the worst movie that ever premiered at Cannes. I want to see that so bad. <laughs> All I know is that there is a full-on uncensored blowjob scene between Vincent Gallo and Chloe Savini. What the fuck? How can you put that in the movie and show it at Cannes? Apparently they did. And people were just like... the worst movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <they're just> like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly. So I'm curious. Holy God. I definitely want to... I don't. Not for that, but I, I just want to know what the fuck... Because like, people even said, like, other than that, it's a bad movie. I'm like, what else could have happened to make that a bad movie other than that? Because that seems like a, like a holy shit moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> being, in okay. a, being in a room with the most like prestigious filmmakers and be like, here... Here's me, the director, getting blown by Chloe Savini, yeah. the girl from Gummo, at this point. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like that's got to be illegal somehow. To be as a director, to be like, yeah, this actor, you have to do this to me. Like, uh, I don't think, I think it's legal if you force, it's, if, yeah. it's, it's obviously legal if he forces her, but she's, right. she's in interviews been like, nah, like, we talked about it. It was a fully consensual thing that yeah, happened. And it's yeah. like. Man, that's... It was just for the movie. That's like, nuts. I don't know how that would have made the movie better, but okay. <laughs> and people walk out of movies often at Cannes. That's true. It's like a thing. Irreversible. People yeah. people walked out and like yelled at, yeah. during Irreversible. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> per, somebody passed out. Somebody threw up. Like, yeah. It happened the Vertigo. Just from like... Because didn't he like spin the camera a bunch in that movie? Uh, but, well, for the first half of the movie, yeah. Like the camera is like having like a total mm-hmm. fucking nightmare. So the throw yeah. might not be from like the disgust. <laughs> yeah, and just the whirring yeah. noise. Yeah, God, I love that movie. <laughs> but we've been talking for like an hour. So <laughs> holy, <laughs> have you been talking about the movie? So yeah, we're not even there. Okay, let's well, jump into. Dang. Let's how jump. Much is in, getting cut? <laughs> you want to know how much of this is getting cut? Zero. Oh, shoot. Yeah. I may cut the first minute when we were like sort of rambling. But let's jump into Rocky. Let me get my paragraphs of notes ready. Chills. <laughs> like the bongo, like I think it's bongo. Like 
that goes so hard, and I, I discovered in listening to the soundtrack a hundred times today, this is the song that makes me cry. <laughs> no, because it's so emotionally moving. Because right here I can hear her. Rocky! Yeah! Rocky! Adrian! Uh, we got, we, okay, we got, you need to read thing because we're getting about to get into it. Yes, Because yeah, <laughs> I love, and oh, I know man, I, I may so tear good. up during this episode, so let's, let's just get into this. <laughs> Rocky. What is Rocky about, Matt? Other than the triumph of the human spirit. Yes. Uh, came on 1976, as we previously mentioned, and the tagline goes like this. His whole life was a million to one shot. And the, the summary follows. When world heavyweight boxing champion Apollo Creed wants to give an unknown fighter a shot at the title as a publicity stunt, his handlers choose Paloka... Paluka. Paluka, excuse me. Paluka, Rocky Balboa, an uneducated collector for a Philadelphia loan shark. Rocky teams up with trainer Mickey Goldmill to make the most of this once-in-a-lifetime break. Coming in at a 4.1. You're a that, bum, Rock! <laughs> that's way too low. That is, that is, a, I mean, for Letterboxd, that's good, but I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't go that low. <laughs> yeah, no. Because you know that means, like, it's that low because, like, a bunch of people gave it, like, a 1. Yeah. Because you know there's got to be so many 5s and then, like, a bunch of 1s. I know, I think Vegan Lady gave it, like, a two or some shit. Yeah. I know that Real? she did not speak highly of it. Three and a half. I mean, All right, like, fine. Which is, like, Vegan Lady better not catch me in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't going the distance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dude. we have to do it. What is everybody's first memory of watching Rocky? Oh, man. I, like, Hi. Oh, what the fuck bad. was that? My bad, it was uh, messed up. Hi, my name is Rocky Balboa. The Italian style. <laughs> That's from Rocky 2, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Nick, like, this is definitely, like, one of those movies that, like, your dad shows you. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, like, I think it was, like, probably, like, 13 or 14. And it's, like, you're, like, I'm just randomly on the couch with my dad. He's scrolling through the channels on the dish. And, like, obviously, like, it's on the AMC, like, Rocky. And he's like, oh, <laughs> you ever seen Rocky? Great movie. Yeah, and, I'm like, and I'm like, Dad, I'm 13. I've never seen Rocky. <laughs> he puts it on. He's like, good movie. And then you yep. just watch it. And, like, obviously, yep. two guys beating the crap out of each other. So I'm just like, hell oh, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is dope. Yeah. I, uh, I honestly, I, I was trying to tell you guys the other night, like, I was trying to remember exactly when I watched this movie. And I think it was because the new one was coming out or had just come out when I was younger. And I was like, well, I'm going to watch the first one. So I watched it. And, and I mean, it was like, I liked it whenever I was younger. Um, that was the only time I watched it when I was, I think I was like 13, 14. Um, but I don't think I was old enough to understand a lot of the emotional nuance that yeah. goes on in this movie. And that, and that's a lot of, in, in every scene, there's only, you know, so much this movie that that's the actual fight. The rest of it is Rocky's relationship to everyone around him. And of course, focuses on Adrian and, and, and Pauly. So, um, I, I don't think I was um, old enough to get it, but. Um, very similar situation. I just kind of watched it because I thought it was yeah. like a rite of passage to be yeah. a man. It's like, you got to like Rocky. You just got <laughs> to watch Rocky. Yeah, so I watched it and I was like, oh, okay. Well, that was yeah. good. But now it was a completely different experience watching it now. So, Yeah, for me it was middle school as well. Uh, like my uncle owned it on DVD. Classic uncle yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I watched it with my brothers as well. That's... Of course, like, middle school is also when I really got into sports. As well. yeah. So, like, I, I loved watching movies like that. So, yeah, I mean, Rocky was a movie I probably saw ten times through middle school. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, I really like like that movie. Dope. 
I had the the opposite here, where my mom showed me Rocky. <laughs> really, my dad like my dad likes Rocky. He's like, oh, it's a good movie. But my my they did like a bit, her and my dad, and they both were like shouting like the Adrian across across like the house. And I was like, what is this? And my mom was like, it's from Rocky. I'm like, I don't know what that is. And she took us to the video store, and we rented Rocky. And she she put that movie on. And as a kid, I was like. Man, this is really cool. Like, this is a cool movie, and like you get to like that that last fight, and you're you're so hyped up, and you're just like, wow, this is great. And my mom's like, you know, there's more. I was like, there's more of these, and so I watched all of them, and there were great ones. There are terrible ones, but that that first one, I was like, it's a great movie. And I would, as a kid, I really liked the second one a lot more because the second one kind of like the second one is there to resolve everything that the first one like leaves open. So like it kind of like wraps up the story, wraps up the story in this nice package. And as a kid, I was like, I love this. As an adult, Rocky Two is kind of like it's fine. Like it's it it feels unnecessary. I like the open endedness in, in in its resolution in in Rocky One. But yeah, I I do think that it's it's cool to see. Like as a kid, you watch it and you're like, wow, that was great. And as like an adult, it, pushing thirty, you're like, dude, oh my god, <laughs> I'm I am him. Yeah. <laughs> this is. This is such a intriguing feeling, honestly. Yeah, I I did not expect it to be like that the first time I rewatched it. I didn't rewatch. I saw it a bunch in middle. I I probably watched it like a bunch in middle school, middle school and high school. I bought it on DVD like right after we went to the video store. I was saying last night like this is probably my fiftieth time watching Rocky. Like I love this movie. Then when I rewatched it with Molly for the first time because she was like I've never even, I've never seen it I'm like you got it like it's it's a movie that everybody's got to see yeah. mm-hmm. and we turned it on and man that last fight scene like I just like started like openly crying and she's like are you okay and I like out loud I'm like it's a triumph of the human spirit it's beautiful and she made fun of me and then me and Berto had a day where we had like it was me Berto Nick B uh, Fitch yeah. and and my landlord now all watching this movie and every one of those motherfuckers teared up yeah. and I was like damn I think this it was is... my first time rewatching it since like maybe like high school or something yeah. like that nice. and like you said like um, like when you're younger like especially like me when I was like in like middle school high school all I cared about was like action movies cause I was just of course. Like, a crappy teen I was like I don't care about like plot <laughs> like <laughs> let me see guys beat the crap out of each other as much as possible and um yep. Like, watching it, like, uh, I was telling you earlier, um, that I feel like now that I'm, like, closer to 30, I'm about to turn 29 this year, uh, it really, like, I feel like Rocky is very much, like, a coming-of-age story, but, like, that second coming-of-age that, like, not a lot of people talk about, which is, like, the end of your 20s, where you're, like, you've given up on, like, your, your young dreams, and you're now kind of figuring out, like, what can I do that still is, like, something I want to do? But, like, it's more realistic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because, like, at the... I guess I have to get too far into the movie. It's kind of far in. But, like, where he's like, I can't beat him. I can't beat Apollo. But no one's ever gone the distance with him. So I'm going to do that. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, recognizing He's like, I don't... It's, like, the dream is not there. I can't beat him. But, like, what can I do to, like, be proud of what I can do? Yeah. 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 He yeah, says he, he says Creed in three. And then he goes he goes 15 rounds of goes those. Goes in yeah. 15. Crazy. Fun, fun fact... I mean, I have so many fun facts for this movie, but fun fa- that monologue where he's on the bed and he's like, I can't beat him, was going to be, that whole part was about to be cut out of the script, and Sylvester Stallone was like, no, we have to put it in there, and they went, you have one take, and that's the only take. Damn, he was right, though. He was right. That's he, such a powerful scene. And they were just going to cut it, but I can't believe it. They were going to cut it from the script, they weren't even going to film it. Wow. And, he, and they were like, you get one take, and so in one take, he did that. 
And he is, like, so emotional during that, yeah, and it's yeah. very real. Damn. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's, that's just a good place to start. I think that, that Sylvester Stallone's performance in this is mm-hmm. very down-to-earth. I think that it's very approachable to really any audience member. I think he, it's, it's, as, as I get older, I, I, I tend to appreciate more simplistic storytelling now. Yeah. Well, like when I was a kid, I kind of hated that. I despised it. There wasn't too many things going on in the movie. I almost thought it was like lesser quality, but now I'm like, I don't know when you have less things going on and you can still impact me emotionally and tell an effective story. That's what really matters. That that shows true expertise, and I think that that Rocky's just like that. It's a very simplistic character, you know. There's not there's not a lot going on, um, and he even knows that. He like he acknowledges that, and I think that's that's what makes Rocky a really really cool character. I even love his first mob scene where like this guy he's supposed to break his finger, but he's like he shows him compassion. Yeah. He's like, all right, I'm not gonna. Obviously, I'm not going to do that. You don't have to worry about it. I'm I figured gonna... if he breaks his thumbs, he's going to get laid off. He can't pay you back. Exactly. <laughs> you let me worry about that, Rock. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love it. It's like just that scene alone, I think I thought said so much about the character in so little time. And, yeah. Um, I think that, that the whole movie is like that. He's, he, he's given so many scenes, and I think that um, every every opportunity. It's I, I, I love... A movie that is not afraid to go for some goofy moments with its characters too. Like, oh, like yeah. it lets yeah. them be goofy. Human. Like, that's yeah. So yeah. like Rocky, I think is a very human character. Like he, there are some scenes that just come across as like kind of awkward and funny, but yeah. that's what they're supposed to feel like. Yeah. And I think that that Sylvester Stallone nails it. So I loved his performance. I love. You know his accent. I love how how how, how he delivers the lines and everything. It's because so he's weird. he's just playing himself. Yeah. Like, so, fun fact number two coming at you. Um, when Sylvester Stallone wrote the like pitched the movie, like they wanted to, they wanted to buy it immediately. They were like, "Yo, like this is this is a good movie. This is a good idea." And the movie was gonna have a two million dollar budget if Sylvester Stallone doesn't play Rocky. They had, like, Burt Reynolds was in the running, James Conn is in the running, and he's like, I'm not selling you this movie unless I get to play Rocky. And they were like, okay, you get to play Rocky, but we're cutting your budget in half. And he was like, done. S- sells the script. Sorry, sells the idea. Three. He writes the script in three days. It goes through wow. nine rewrites um, where they cut out Mickey being racist, and the original <laughs> ending was that Rocky throws the fight. And mm. so they cut that, re-edit it together, um, but because this movie has no budget, so many like weird things happen to make this movie like exist. And this is one of my favorite things about it. Cause not only is the movie triumph of the human spirit, I'm just, I keep trying to think of a different thing to say, but it is literally just like triumph about like spirit. people going the distance and Sylvester Stallone has to go the distance just to get this movie made. Yeah. Like it does not work unless the stars align perfectly. Like, um, most of the scenes where he's running and jogging outside or even going at the, like the steps, like there's no, he didn't get permits. He didn't ask anybody. It's all guerrilla filmmaking. Crazy illegal. You absolutely cannot do that. Yeah. I, I heard that too, which is really cool. And like a lot of those extras, like just watching him, it's yeah. like, it works yeah. because, because like, who is this rocky? guy running yeah. down the street? But yeah. He legit was just recording people like 
You'd be like, what the hell? Yeah, Yeah. who is that? And then apparently the orange was like completely unscripted. The little orange that he catches in the air. Yeah. Like apparently some dude just threw him an orange because he saw him running by. And it's like, that's cool that that it stayed in the movie. One of my favorite things that happened that I read about was that um, I I think this like would have changed the trajectory of the movie if if it had happened in the, the original way. But the scene where they go to the ice rink called for 300 extras. And it was like, be here tonight. And when Sylvester Stallone and the crew showed up to the ice rink, one guy had shown up. And it was the, yeah. It was and the so and Sylvester Stallone was like, I got a great so idea then. If cool, we're not going to have 300 yeah. extras, we're just going to have this guy and he's going to he's gonna be closing the rink. And it's just going to be the two of them running around in this ice rink. And yep. it's like. Which is such a better idea. It is such a better was, idea. That's a, a beautiful idea. moment yeah, of just yeah. like, they're finally alone. They finally have this, this nice moment together. And all he, all he knows how to do is just be like, I'm a good guy. I'm a good person, and I just want you to like me. Because it's very obvious that, like, these two have known each other long before this movie started. Mm-hmm. And he's always been in love with her. And he knows that she likes that she likes him, but she's she's t- too terribly shy to, to bring that part out of her because she's living with her abusive monster boy, uh, uh, boyfriend, Jesus, brother, brother. Polly. Who's who's the worst, most malicious villain in oh, that yeah. in that movie? No redemption in that man. No, not at all. He gets a robot yeah. butler by the fourth one, but you still hate him. Do you think like now that you're mentioning that? Because I never ever really thought about the fact that they would have known each other before this movie started. Yeah, but like, they've been known each other probably for like like for years. Yeah, because him and Paulie are like friend friends. Yeah. Like they go, they clearly are like not like oh we just met last yeah. week. But like, do you think like she probably is like scared of him because like. If he's associated with Polly, and Polly is just like this absolute like trash, abusive person to her, and she just knows that this guy works for the mob and fights for a that's, living. That's that like, is very true. That's yeah, true. Do you yeah. think she might just be like also scared of him? Like uh, he's probably just as bad as my brother. I mean, dude, you you bring if up not a even great worse. Point. You bring up a great point <laughs> in because my... Polly is always Trying asking to Rocky to get into to like the good favor of the yeah. mobsters. So I mean, he probably is talking to Adrian in his free time about yeah. that shit. So. Counterpoint, though, we can all agree that as as spectators, as the audience. There's never a moment in that movie, other than when he's really fighting Apollo Creed, does mm-hmm. he seem like a threatening force to, Rocky, to, to like Adrian? Specifically? Yeah. Oh, oh, to Adrian. oh, wait, wait, Pauly? Or, no, or no, Rocky. Rocky. Rocky does not. It no. does not give off a threatening aura throughout that whole movie. Not around her. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the, the the time where he kind of blocks her into his apartment. But he like, pins her a little bit. And that's bit. weird. <laughs> but like, you're not. But you're just like, I know that if she said, "I really want to go home," he'd be like. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is definitely like that's like definitely like um like his interactions with her are like especially watching it from like 2023 visions are a little like sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like Every, if you saw that in a movie now you'd be like yo fuck this I'm like, guy. I'm like, I'm like oh man I'm about to watch something heinous is about to happen. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> Every time it happens in a movie where where uh, where a guy like kind of forces a girl to like, yeah. kiss him or whatever, it's like I want to kiss you, but you don't need to kiss me back. Like, um, it always makes me think about Blade Runner. What like, the fuck, like, man? Because well, like you guys, yeah, are, yeah, but like with that, but dude, like the sex scene in that comes across as like the most uncomfortable thing I think I've ever seen in my life, and it, it, it it's that whole thing of like the guy is like trying to coerce mm-hmm. a yeah. more shy girl who. We know because hindsight, like they want it because they end up doing it, but it's like it's just weird to, yeah. to, to as you said in in today's context, not the best method. Of no, God no, to, God to no. Do but in 1976, shit. this guy, oh, he's a gentleman, he's a saint. Like, this <laughs> guy who 15 minutes earlier was telling a 12 year old girl, "You're a whore." <laughs> 
is actually the best guy on the block. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> in Philly. If you can put on your 1976 glasses and just watch the movie in that lens, you're you're set. Like yeah. this is this is an easy, easy watch. I, I do feel like if I showed this to like my child, they'd be like, Dad, what the fuck? <laughs> Why is this rapist in this movie? And I'd be like, it's different. Is that what you think? I know. It's actually one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> but by the end of it, you're like convinced that they're in love with each other. Oh, they, so they definitely are. The, that's the beginning stages of yeah. their romance. And it's a little bit harder to believe because it's so sudden. Yeah. But by the end of it, you're convinced that they're in love with each yeah. other. I think like, because like you see them like later on in the movie, like how comfortable she is with him. Mm, and yeah. stuff like that. Almost immediately after that. Yeah, like it's, yep. so yep. like it's definitely like a loving relationship. For sure. For me, cuz it's it's for me it's always really like and it feels like an uncomfortable scene until she looks up at him and she's like don't tease me. And it's just like, "Oh, fuck." No. Holy like, fuck. That moment, like, that moment hits me so hard every time cuz it, 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 yeah. it no, I do. It That's works. what I'm saying. Like I love it. Like it cuz it feels like maybe she's uncomfortable or she really does want to go and like this isn't what she wants mm. and as soon as she looks up it's like, "Don't tease me." You're like Oh my god, she loves him too! Yeah. Yeah. She just doesn't think she deserves it. Yes, and that's yeah. what she's constantly like communicating yeah. in that movie. It's it like she's like, I don't belong here. It's not like yeah. I don't want to be here. It's that I would love nothing more than to be here, yeah. but I am not good enough to be here. Well, it's I like mean, fuck Adrian, no. Like even when the ice game when they because like this time while I'm watching it, I definitely paid a lot more attention to Adrian. Um just because like I've seen it multiple times and I'm like, oh let me pay attention to like this side character. Because uh, I always kind of remember her being a very forgettable character and kind of just like, ah, uh, uh, yeah. like What? It's just like, yeah, she's just there to, for, like, to be the female. First like, of all, Talia Shire is the least forgettable woman ever. But I mean, like, like I don't remember her character doing much in the movie. I'm just like, she just shows up randomly here and there, but she's not plays a big part, at least in my memory. So, like, rewatching, I paid a lot more attention. And, like, uh, when they're on the ice skating rink, like, she said, because he's like, oh, my dad said, like, I got no brain, so I got to use my body. And she's like, oh, that's funny, because my mom says I got no body, so I better learn my brains. It's like, She's probably lived her whole life being told that she's nothing, that she's like worthless. Yeah. Um. Like Polly says, she busted. Like, like. There's a. So it's like she probably has like this horribly negative view of herself, and that's why like she's so like shy. It's more of like a protective to be like yeah. I'm not worthy of anything. Yeah. And everyone's gonna attack me, so it's just better for me to never even put myself out there. Yeah. There's a uh. There's a scene. The the scene right before the the ice skating rink. When she runs into her room and, and Polly's yelling at her through the door, mm. where like out, sort of in focus, out of focus, there's a picture of somebody like in a naval uniform on the mantle. It's Polly, I, I I saw like that like stood out to me so much this time around. I yeah. don't know why? Uh, because it's on the big screen. <laughs> honestly, because that's all I could look at during that scene. I was like, ah, to really like push it. Like this guy is 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 this way. Mm -hmm. This is a stereotype right here. It's mm -hmm. it's a great. It's a great build on the character to be like, why is this guy so fucking mad all the time? Oh, here we go. And he comes home and he's pounding and all he does all day is just work with raw meat. And he's just drunk always. Yeah, always. Dude, speaking about that that raw meat, um, this is just a random fact that I heard about the movie, but apparently Stallone's knuckles were flattened yeah because really? of how much he punched like the actual frozen hunks yeah, of meat that makes sense sure. which is crazy to think they're that, still like, flattened that, like, yeah. yeah it's like your knuckles could be flat well your, you, your like, hands are so that. weak technically that's, it's that's such an inefficient right. way to fight is actually to use your hands and he only had wraps on like yeah. he wasn't even wearing the gloves he just yeah. had like oh yeah. it just would have hurt so much oh yeah so Dude. much i wonder how many takes they did too Right, like, seriously. It, he probably did, because, like, he was beating the crap out of that meat. That man was beating meat. <laughs> <laughs> He's breaking the ribs. <laughs> no. 
Uh, but talk about what you're saying earlier about calling like the girl a whore. I li- I like in this movie. It's such a weird like, <laughs> Wait, talking speed, about the twelve year old whores. <laughs> I love that scene though. It's so funny. It's one of the first uses yeah. of a steady cam in a movie. Dang, really? Yeah. Sheesh. Well, it is a long like shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I like how like um, the dialogues and stuff like that. I obviously the first part of the movie is just showing how much of a bum he is. Like no one respects. You're this a man. bum, rock. Yeah, no one respects this man. Like, he's kind of, like, in the neighborhood, and obviously, like, people say hi to him and stuff, but, like, no one respects they him. They share booze on the corner together. Yeah. And, like, I just like how it just, like, all the ramblings, and uh, that's why I said, like, forever ago, that I was like, I can't tell if Sylvester Stone's, like, the best actor or the worst actor, but he just rambles so well. And he it does. just, it really just shows, like, it's such a human movie. Like, it's not how, like, in normal movies where someone sounds cool when they're doing this monologue where they get, all the words make sense. He's just rambling about t- calling a twelve-year-old a whore, and it's right. like it sounds like such like a boomer rant. He's <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, there's a girl, and uh, she uh, she talked bad, and guess what? She's a whore now. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's like, like, what, 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 where is this coming from? Yeah. And, like, he has good intentions, but he's such a bum, and no one takes him seriously, and he can't. He's kind of like he just can't speak well. That's true. And it I, just shows I, how human he is. I even felt the same way whenever he was kind of yelling at Mick whenever he visited him. He's yeah. like, oh, you want to help me? You want to help me? Because I, oh, love, I love that that scene, but he is just kind of just going off the dome, yeah. and like some of it doesn't make sense. It's but, improvised. But, but I love that. That, yeah, that whole scene is improvised. improvised. Yeah. And I would prefer to see it that way than, than, than put together yeah. um, in this like really hyper-focused way, but... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's what makes him be able to deliver, you know, lines that are so full of emotion and then also say simple things like this. Yo, Adrian, it's me, Rocky. Rocky, you know? Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah. and, and it still carries the same weight of, like, yeah. I don't know, the character is fully there and I love it. Fully I, realized I, human man. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a cool character. Like, he's cool, like, as a character. He's, like, he's cool, not a cool guy, like, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. In the canon of the movie, he's not cool. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy, he at the very beginning, he asks for a cig- to bomb a cigarette. And the guy gives him the cigarette that like, he's already half-smoked. Like, and know. as he's walking away, someone's yelling, you're a bum! Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what in the world? I just won that fight. Why am I the bum? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then they give him 40 bucks. <laughs> yeah, the guy who lost got 17. I just simply wouldn't crazy. shower there. <laughs> they're charging oh, no. me $5 to shower. $5 for the shower. <laughs> simply not shower. $10 towel fee with a 2% tax. Or, like, whatever the fuck he said. Yeah. Doing. I was like, what the What the hell? fuck, dude? Yeah. This was not worth it at all. I read also that during filming of this, Sylvester Stallone was working as an usher, making $36 a week. Whoa. This dude was so fucking poor making this Wasn't movie. Was he homeless during For this? a little bit, I think there was a stint wow. of homelessness. Yeah. I read that he he sold his dog to get the script to get the script in. And as soon as they bought the script, he went and bought the dog back. Yeah. I couldn't find anything about the, if the guy like upcharged him, but that, I, that could be just an urban legend. I would believe it. I wouldn't it, be surprised yeah. though, just because like that's just that's just normal human yeah. shit, man. Yeah. Like, even if he didn't know who Stallone was, he'd be like, "Who? Why do you want your dog back? You got money now?" Because uh, yeah, he's like, "Oh, you got money now? Okay. Yeah. Well, the dog's this much now." Right. right? Like, <laughs> he's like, "Okay, like sure." <laughs> I want my dog back, so I'll I want my dog. Yeah. yeah it's and like, then his, I'll pay for it. And then his dog is the is the dog in, is Buckus in the movie, damn. and everybody still has those damn turtles. <laughs> I love it. As of two thousand twenty, like, he still had the turtles. Damn. That is crazy, Whoa, dude. Actually, Isn't that crazy? Because cra- turtles live lo- so long. Yeah. Turtles live so long, bro. It makes me want to get one just because They're like chill. it'll I, outlive I, the fuck I, out of you, man. I, I used to have little ones, but those ones like die so fast, so fast. But like the ones yeah. that he had, the little like yeah. river turtles were like the painted turtles. 
The what? I think they're painted turtles. Painted turtles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The ones with like the, yeah. the orange circles on the back. Yeah, that's cool. So those ones are chill. I I had one growing up, and like. It was before we had a dog, and we kind of treated him like a dog. So, like, we take, like, we'd take him out of his tank every once in a while and just let him, like, roam around the house. Like, I would just have him on my lap, like, watching TV That's and, like, cool. petting his shell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Two fingers. <laughs> Two like what was his name? Uh, his name was uh, Chompers. <laughs> I love he would that. chomp fish. I love Chompers that. the turtle. Yeah. I love Affectionately that. called Chompies. Chompies. Oh my god. <laughs> I love we that. let him go to a, like a pond one day. Because he got too big. Because they, they, yeah. they just they don't stop growing. So however big growing. their tank is, they grow to like maximize. Dog, dog d- dig a hole. What's wrong with you? Dig, dig a, a hole. hole and put him in the ground. No, no, dig a hole and fill it with water. Oh. They lived <laughs> in a, put in a turtle. turtle. We lived like in an HOA neighborhood. Oh. Just do that shit. Not in the backyard. Yeah. Either. So so we no. So we we we, we, we let him free in like a local like little uh, like area. See, that's I don't want to own a house. I don't want some, I don't want that HOA. Well, bullshit. now I could do it now because like I I don't have an HOA in my current house. Like, I can do whatever. I would want no HOA. I would I would Just I would build a gated community. I would yeah. build a fucking like ravine. And there would be a river in my backyard keeping Chompies alive. <laughs> I'm just like I used to go into into like an HOA neighborhood all the time to, to to visit one of my friends, and I'm just I'm just envisioning if they did allow shit like that to go down in HOAs, like someone had like dug out a trench in their front yard, and there's just like a turtle in there, like just, a koi like, pond, like, but it's a turtle. turtle. It sounds like a Dark Souls thing. Like yeah, a turtle right. jumps out and is like yeah. traveler. Yeah. <laughs> what is it you seek? <laughs> Ring awesome. the bells, and I will open the gate. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, but yeah, I, like really cool. I um, I love how the turtles were just out on the table on that yeah. one scene. It was so funny. Um, Link and what was the other cuff? Cuff, cool. Cuff and Link, you know. <laughs> he says you know so many times in that movie, and every time you're like, hell yeah, like, I, I do know, know my man. <laughs> Bro, speaking about um, kind of jump into a random part of the movie or uh, another part, not random, but another part. Um, the fight, like the the the, the fight itself. After mm-hmm. we get through the the emotional, um, I guess middle of, of yeah. human odyssey, of this entire this entire the story. Um, one thing that really stood out to in when from when I was a kid wasn't nearly as bad when I was a, in, in in adult, but it still got me good about how gross it was when they had to cut open his eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. like I don't. I I just wanted just to bring that up first off. But I'm loving Dude, what's going on with your phone, man? Um, that was crazy. But do you actually have to do that? Am I just dumb? Do you actually have uh, to like drain your eye if it if it's like swollen yeah, shut yeah. to open it back so up? So vision is everything in boxing. Of course. Um and that's actually a technique that people do is not like like um is trying to get to cut people's eye with like, your hit. So if you, because oh. the gloves are friction, obviously. So if you hit it the right way, you can actually open up the skin. Um, so you try to get someone like cut above their eye so and stuff like that. So it bleeds in their eye and it can ruin their vision and it's a blind spot. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so if it's swollen, they will do that to leave the pressure wow. uh, to get vision. But it's really sucky. Um, and that's why they, they want to do it in the breaks. That way they can uh, put like Vaseline or something to like, to basically Keep, close it. Out. Oh, so the blood wow. won't get down. I didn't even know that, man. Yeah. Wow. Boxing's crazy, dude. Yeah. It is. I read now. According to a video analysis, excluding punch sound effects off camera and considering some fake punches meant to be hit that clearly miss, during the entire fight, Rocky lands 52 punches while Apollo lands 127 punches. 
Apollo throws 13 punches that miss, and Rocky throws 6 punches that miss. Wow. They were actually oh. beating the crap out what of What a fucking beating. <laughs> wow. They said the most expensive thing on on the set of this movie was the makeup for that for that whole fucking scene. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's like where like I like I don't know the exact scene, but most of the budget went to that. It looks still, great though. I still can't believe that this was shot in twenty days. I feel like twenty days would take just the fight alone. So it was twenty eight days. But still, that is an that's, insane amount of time. That's still nothing. That's it is a two about. hour movie with cut content. Yeah. That is that is Filmed so, like, to perfection. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like, the cinematography oh, yeah. shocked me at how good it was. Yeah, and the 4K so restoration shocked. is yeah, worth yeah. it. I was, it gen- so I was nice. genuinely a little worried. I was like, man, what if, like, this movie looks bad now? Nah, and it, it just, beautiful. it looked spectacular. And yeah, like, I... I remember, like, like just being like, yeah, this is a good... As a kid, being like, this movie looks good. Good movie. And as an adult, it's just like, how are they doing this? This is 1976. How are they doing this? And, like, like the scene where Rocky's running on the dock, there was, again, another, like, improvised scene where they were driving, and they saw it, and the director was like, get out and run. And he just pulled his camera out, and Rocky just ran. And then as they sped up, he just tried to keep up with the car, and they filmed it. Triumph of the human spirit. Triumph of the human spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Unreal. Absolutely unbelievable. I, let's see, what are some other crazy, absolutely bizarre things you need to know about this movie? Um, while you're looking at that, the fight. Um, I really like the choreography of the fight. How like just like messy and ugly it is. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like like a lot of boxing movies. You know, it's like you get the slow mo shots, and it's like it, the boxing. Like if you see like a real boxing fight, they don't look anything like movie boxing. Like yeah. they're like super close to each other, a lot of grappling, mm-hmm. like with that hugging and stuff, and just like a lot of like random shots. And that's how this movie looked. It just yeah. looked grimy. It looked like. Uh, just frustrating, like and like they looked drained, obviously because yeah. they were beating the crap out of each other. So they probably were just like really like worn out and drained while they're filming it. Yeah, especially at the end, I love how tired they are when that when that last round starts. Oh yeah, and they're just like kind of just like swaying around. No yeah. one's really like caring, and then, dude, I. It's insane. Because it, I, I, I even forgot how it ended. I mean, I, I, even, mm. I even confessed to you guys. I was like, I didn't even understand who really won at the end. Because cause like, like when I was a kid, I always thought it was Rocky. So yeah. whenever I watched it this time, and I was like, oh, he didn't make it. But I love that it, just because I think that that, that that adds to the whole Rocky story. Or at least my love for Rocky is that it is a sports movie, but it's not the normal run-of-the-mill sports movie it's like mm-hmm. not only is it so emotional and it really plays up on the emotions but even when it comes down to victory rocky doesn't get it he doesn't yeah. he doesn't, doesn't win so it's like the movie's not about the victory well it, it is about the victory in, in, in a different way yeah. he know? set the goal i just want to go the distance and yeah. he does 15 just wanna, rounds just want to go the distance and Bro, Adrian. <laughs> it's such a powerful scene. Like, I cry every just time storms, now. Like the ring. The music just goes in full blown swing. <laughs> and they're just asking him questions and he just doesn't even he care. Does. Not even, like it's just not even there. He's just yelling for his for his woman. It is great. <laughs> and man, when she like finally like starts making when you hear that first, Rocky, you're like, oh my god. <laughs> Rocky. And he's just screaming her name and she finally sees it. They finally see each other and the music hits that crescendo and she's just like, I love you. You're like, fuck. This movie is so good. First sports film to win an Academy Award for Best Picture. 
it deserved it. It doesn't feel like a sports movie. It doesn't. Feel I would like... say it's really not. I'd say it's like a drama that just uses like the foil of boxing to tell its story. Yes, it's like the character boxes. That's mm-hmm. about as much boxing. Yeah. But then I mean, I guess like the whole Paul yeah. Creed thing happens. But yeah, but like I was very surprised. Like I remember it being like the like the boxing scene being like half the movie and I was like this was like <laughs> it's yeah. 10 minutes <laughs> it is actually it's literally 9 minutes of the yeah. movie is in boxing creed yep. yeah yep. it's so much is like just this like I said this weird coming of age story almost yeah yeah middle middle of age uh, yeah middle, middle, middle of, of age, age coming of age yeah. it's not quite a coming of age not quite a midlife crisis no. it's something else it's, it's his there. 30s yeah. baby yeah. It's, it's literally the triumph of the human spirit <laughs> that's what it is Bro, speaking about awards, though, it won three Oscars. Yeah. Dude, which is crazy. I didn't know that. Deserved um, it. Yeah, Every man, award it ever got, it deserved. 1977 Best Picture. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Best Director went to John G. Avelsden. Avels, yeah, right? I don't know. Avelsden. <laughs> sure, bud. <laughs> and then um, Best Film Editing went to Richard Halsey and Scott Conrad, which is pretty cool. I'm surprised I won editing, to be honest, but I don't know it, it, it's it's competition that that year. But editing was that's a wild choice because the editing, like the visual editing, is great. The audio editing on that movie is crazy. It's a little all over the place, but it, it, it's it's okay. It's 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 definitely not the worst, and and I I, I honestly love it to be yeah. honest. I kind of like whenever a movie's audio audio is a little messy, especially yeah. when it's like an older movie, because yeah. like some of the dubs were kind of funny, like yeah. like how how they were mixed, or it would be like such a different tone whenever they like dubbed over the line yeah. um, they'll be like yelling and it's like listen here Rocky and then, and then, and then they'll like, go back to like shouting I love that so much I think definitely like you said with the age it like really just I don't know it, it, it feels like like especially with knowing it's like 20 like it took 28 days there's almost like this DIY like really like endearing quality where yes. it's like this ain't perfect but it's perfect like, yeah <laughs> that's that's literally how I feel about it to a T is that it, it it's not a perfect movie but that's so many five star movies for yeah. me it's like th- I know mm-hmm. that this is not a perfect movie I'm not trying to argue that it's a perfect movie I'm not trying to say that everyone should have this opinion but it's a perfect movie yeah. to me and I would love to revisit it and like Rocky definitely scratched that itch it, it's it's just it's like I, I don't want to paint the wrong picture. I laugh at this movie, but because it's it's just everything I love about movies. So yeah. it just makes yeah. me laugh in, in happiness. Yeah. But it is funny. It does yeah. have some funny parts, but it also is not a funny movie. I wouldn't yeah. say it's a funny movie. No, no. It has its funny mo- funny moments where it's like, oh, he's a, he's a human being. Yeah. But I mean, like as a whole, it is a very endearing movie. Yeah, right. Dude, Cool. Rocky. Ranked number four on the American Film Institute's 100 Most Inspiring Movies of All Time. Uh, it is inspiring. <laughs> I, I don't know what one, two, and three are, but they better be so fucking out of this world. <laughs> Iron Man. Because, <laughs> dude, no, I would kill myself. <laughs> Rocky is such a is such an experience every every time I watch it. Like it, it's it's better every time. I, I I'm so happy I own the box set for this. Yeah. I'm I'm like even like right now I'm like, well when they leave, I could I don't have to go to work until like 11 tomorrow. I could probably just throw on Rocky tonight. (laughs) But, um, does anybody have anything else to add to Rocky? No, I, I I personally loved it. I mean, the only thing I want to add is that I gave it a five, five stars. Same. The only thing I want to bring attention to is that grimy apartment. (laughs) (laughs) As a kid that like, even like I was like 13 and I was just like, 
But he was like, what, you don't want to sit on my couch? I was like, bro, <laughs> no, man, that couch is disgusting. It's just got newspaper on it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good, I thought man. that was like the funniest shit as a kid. But like, he's like, it's like, I like to call my brother. He's like, oh, I'll go, phone. Here. It oh, like, yes. This is with me. I was like, bro, this guy's such a bum. <laughs> I love it. And he's still like, just come on, come on, come on. He's like, try. if Travis Bickle was not terror. Yeah. <laughs> There's just like beer bottles all over the back of the couch. I'm and he's like, just got man. these fish and of internals in that bum ass apartment. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, no, I got nothing else to add. I love it. What are you giving it? Oh man, I would say yeah, it's a five. Same, it's a yeah, five. five. Cool, Same. nice, perfect and, and movie. Matt, you said you five. Yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. You were worried yeah. yesterday. Yeah, because when I we was got, even worried. Matt yesterday. sat I've down and he was like, so I don't know. <laughs> I I it's it's it just so it's yeah. just Rocky. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you said that, I wanted to fucking pull your hair out. I was like, you don't know what that what you're saying. You guys tell that to me all the time for Star Wars. So shut the fuck. Oh, and the Star Wars. Damn, where's the jar? See, I have to pay for it. Whatever. But yeah, it's we can make it a thing for me too, where I have to put money in the jar every time I start getting way too excited about Rocky. <laughs> no, it, we, we, no, we're good, we're good. But yeah, it, it, it's good. I loved it. I'm thankful I liked it. And honestly, I woke up today and I was still thinking about it. So I was like, bro. Would you watch the sequels again? I haven't seen the sequels. I've only seen bro, the, to be the, honest, the old I would... one. I've only, I've like, like, like the old, the Rocky Balboa, the, yeah. the movie I think it's called. Yeah. Rocky you mean Rocky Balboa? 6. <laughs> yeah, it's like that one was. That's it, terrible. It, yeah. Honestly, like it might even be just good to let it, like he doesn't know the, like the next part. It just leaves it like, as it is. And I was telling you earlier today, I was like, I kind of wish that there was no sequel to Rocky. Like, he just ended like that. Like, we don't know if everything worked out for him or not. Like, we don't know anything. It's just that he made it the distance and he was satisfied with that. Yeah. And I think that's just been a yeah. beautiful ending. It is, yeah. but you also have to watch Rocky IV. Yeah, Rocky IV is fun. It's the most America, American <laughs> so. propaganda machine ever. It's Rocky versus the Soviet Union. He single-handedly tears down that wall. As long as... so good! As long as they can keep the same like cheesy quality oh, to the it character, goes up. Then, then oh man, because he also gets like facial surgery, so he looks completely different by this movie. Oh, and, and the steroids have kicked in. Yes, he no longer looks like a human. He's no more like huge. Yeah. yeah, he has muscles in his fucking armpits, dude. Like yeah, he is like, a machine. Called the traps, but <laughs> it doesn't look like that. It just looks it looks fucked up and wrong. Yeah, it looks yeah. like he literally has to walk like this. Yeah. It's, okay, I mean, I'm da- I'll be there for that. I mean that. That that sounds like a great for sh- for meme. It's the it's my favorite. It is like for it, like for shitty movies. It's like top ten best shitty movies ever made. But so is my my other fear is that like it goes from ultra great sports movie and then it goes into its like crazy eighties sequels coming out the ass phase. Yeah, yeah. And cocaine. But hits. then it circles back around. To it being a good movie again? No, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, I didn't say that. I didn't. No, well, no, no, no. no. Well, with, well, with Creed, Creed I, I think Creed One is pretty good. It's good, but it's not Rocky. Good. Well, no, it's not, it doesn't have the okay, grittiness. So it, it's not the same as yeah. Rocky. Cause no, Rocky is its own is its own beast. Like because oh, it's it's yeah. it's it's it. There there it's if he fails, he's nothing, and if he he if he goes a distance, he's a legend. Yeah. Whereas like Creed, there's no longer that di- like they try to give him that edge. Where he's trying to prove himself, but like yeah. he's living in a mansion. Like the man, the man doesn't need it. Rocky right. out here, like in a like he's, he's condemned a building, yeah. may or may not be evicted. Like, yeah, literally. 
That is yeah. very true. Creed's yeah, stakes are much yeah. lower. And the whole yeah. th- the little shtick to Creed is that he they're like he more. he's like the bastard son of yeah. Apollo he's Creed. Not he's not proven. He's not a legitimate son of Apollo Creed. And so it's like a Paul's wife is just doting on him. Like like he has all the love he needs. He just got chip on shore for no reason. He's literally yeah. He's got all the love he needs, and his trainer is Rocky Balboa. Like so, <laughs> oh it's my like God. yeah. Which his rambling takes a whole new level in the Creed movie. <laughs> it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you could get here. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> that, that might not even been in Creed. That might have been Rocky Six. But regardless, like it's just, it's crazy. And then they give him cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and in the last like scene of Creed 2, his eyebrows are shaved. His head's shaved. It's <laughs> he goes visits his son. Yeah, he visits his son. The only really great things for Rocky in the, in the Creed movies is that he goes to visit... Um, Adrian's grave every yeah, day. Yeah. But he talks like he's like, hey Adrian, it's me, Rocky. You know Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe who visited me today. Paulo Creed's kid. Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> he's asking me to train him. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I just love imagining him him greeting himself like that to everyone he meets. Like, hey, it's Rocky, you know, Rocky. It's like he just like repeats it for and if I remember correctly, in the Creed movies, he, he like oh, he's not even like a, like in any of that. He like owns a rest or an Italian place now. Yeah, he like, does. He just owns an Italian place. Yeah. In Creed two, he starts rambling about a street light for like a solid like ten minutes, and that's I why I texted you and I was like, he may or may not be the best actor ever. Because I, I was like, that. I'm like on the edge of my seat. Well, this man's just like, yeah, the street light's been out, and I keep calling the city, and they just don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the quality. If it can persist through each movie, I'd say that that's enough for me to want to watch the movie. Uh, you know, the, but I honestly like we'll see if we can fit them in this year. I'd love to watch all of them personally. There's I think a lot, but I think it's a good move. Yeah, it's but fun. we'll yeah. we'll 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 revisit that later. I'm down. Now for another triumph of the human spirit, our shot for this evening, or our chaser for this evening. Excuse me, Nacho Libre. Directed by Jared Hess, and it came out in 2006, by the way. 2006? Literally 40 years later. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so much longer. I love that scene because it's just like... Who? (laughs) 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 Who asked? (laughs) 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 Hey man, what's Nacho Libre about? (laughs) So the the tagline goes like this: He's not lean. He's not mean. He's Nacho Average Hero. No, it is not. That is not the tagline for this fucking movie. Yes, it is. It's wild. All right, and then the the summary goes like this. Nacho Libre is loosely based on the story of Fray Tormenta, Friar Storm, a.k.a. Reverend Sergio Gutierrez. 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 Oh, my God, there's three three, three names. All right, Sergio (laughs) Gutierrez Benitz, I think, is that that last name. A real-life Mexican Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, what is that, bro? I I, I can't pronounce that. I was was, like, why why are we looking at Bruno? I'm a failure. I never learned the mother tongue. Oh, no. Damn, man. Your mom must want to smack you senseless. (laughs) My grandmother, though. (laughs) The one that thought that we played in Vine Center? Yeah. (laughs) 
So Friar Storm uh, was a real-life Catholic priest who had a 23-year career as a mass luchador. He competed in order to support the orphanage he directed. That's literally the summary for this movie. That's fine. That's a fine That's summary. Kind of like Which, a background. Fact. The thing is, like, yeah. I did not know that story. Like, I didn't know it was based on real priests until like just this year. Really? I didn't know that yeah. until ten <laughs> seconds now? ago. Oh, bro, which is like the crazy thing to me because like he was a priest. Like imagine like especially like in the seventies, like in Mexico, like everyone was Catholic. So imagine you just get the brakes beat off of you by the priest, and then you gotta go to him to the next day. To get communion. <laughs> yeah, you're giving you the little wafer in your mouth. And you're just like, man, that guy just beat the shit out of me. Call me. Fire storm, bro. I'm going to need you to call me, Chacho. Call me. Yeah, no, uh, this movie I've watched for so long. Um, this this was probably around, around the same time that I watched Napoleon Dynamite. And, yeah. and, and both these movies were just kind of on repeat just different yeah. times you know if i was in the mood for napoleon i watched napoleon if i watched napoleon recently usually put me in the mood to watch nacho Libre. yeah so they're definitely in that same it quick in that same vein they're, yeah they're talking I mean, about the same guy right yeah, yeah jared yeah. has but i don't know if you guys have seen any of his other movies what other, other movies napoleon has he done and nacho he's done this movie called gentleman broncos which which oh I thought, man I thought, I thought nick has been trying to get me to watch that forever it's pretty good it's definitely not as good as 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 nacho and napoleon it's more awkward like napoleon is yeah it's not as funny as either of those movies i still enjoyed it enough I, I gave it a four last time i watched it so um i think i like nacho a little bit more never seen masterminds though um, that was another movie that he made he did masterminds he did masterminds with with zach galifianakis zach galifianakis yeah. Kristen, that's yeah, a fun Kristen movie Wig, i like that movie a lot Owen actually Wilson. yeah it takes place like an hour away from my hometown. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Bali and I, like, that was one of the first things we bonded over was being like, we're like right in the middle. Like this town is like right in the middle between me and Molly. Dang. And the other movie did was Don Verdine, which is a guy who like is a false biblical scholar who like goes around the world and finds fake artifacts to, to like support my Bible stories, essentially. Interesting. Which I was hoping it'd be a lot better rated, but it's like a 2.7. And it's got it's got a great cast, but it's just like I feel like ever since the point you know Napoleon was that first feature, then mm-hmm. he made Nacho and it was pretty good. I feel like ever since then it's just it's maybe he's just finding a more niche audience each time. Yeah. I but, feel like it's really hard to kind of follow up those two. Like, yeah, what, say, two classics, what do you do when the first two movies you put out are like some of the best movies? Ever. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, especially in that in that weird strange. It's almost like an indie movie. I mean, like Nacho yeah. really does dial it to the max when it comes to like he got such a bigger budget compared well, to Well because Nickelodeon's backing it. Like yeah, but also right. MTV is backing and that. MTV's backing Napoleon Dynamite though. Yeah. So like they both should equally feel the same. Napoleon does feel a lot more It does feel indie bo- if you like want to feel thinner. Like yeah, not yeah, in a bad right. way, but just it, it, it feels just a lot minimal. more bare bones. Exactly. Which um my uh my brother's uh cur- uh my brother's girlfriend uh believe she's from the same hometown um, just telling us when I went there for break as uh, Jared Hess. For real? Well, yeah. That's like funny. so she like like Napoleon Dynamite, like she's from that town. They filmed it, it from that the same hometown and like all the extras are like locals there. That's uh, crazy. The the, the um what's it called? The the farmer who barely talks. Yeah. Uh yeah, he like works at like the bottle like at like the bottle return plant there. <laughs> 
<laughs> and like he talks like that because he like had a stroke. Oh yeah, nice. but yeah. So like she knows like of all like a bunch of the people that were in that movie and stuff like that. Crack it open and drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that. but I think maybe it was they're not even because of the budget, but because maybe because it was very much she said like he was really kind of basing off of just like that their hometown yeah so it might have been like it's his gummo yeah yeah (laughs) in a way for real like that that is a perfect way to put it 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 is jared hess's gummo yeah (laughs) literally but nacho libre yeah nacho libre not not gummo uh for sure um maybe a little bit more of beach bum uh, beach bum i was i don't know why i said i was gonna say moon dog is that is that his name in the movie yeah moon dog yeah 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 yeah, matthew McConaughey. But, I was like, what's uh, this movie about? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think that a lot of the humor in this movie still stands for me. Oh, I, I was cracking up so yeah. so often. And and I, I love to hear... I mean, one, it's kind of funny because the Mario Super Mario Brothers movie just came out and I yeah. hated that Peach song. And I yeah. knew that like this is just... It's Jack you know, Black. It's just yeah. Jack Black improvising. But <laughs> that's why people love him because yeah. he does the same shit in this movie with with both of those songs and i think that they're so funny the the ramsey song makes me crack up every time and ramsey's just, is not dancing at the party yeah, it's <laughs> so good oh and he just starts doing like like the trumpet solo and then yeah. ramsey's just like floors the take it easy it's such a funny scene to me it's like, I, I just think you say this is jack black's like Best movie. It really like, is. It, oh, he's easily. Like, he's like hitting on all like levels during this film. <laughs> yeah. Like his zaniness just works so well. It does. Every word out of his mouth is so fucking funny. Yeah. Before we say anything else, it's been driving me nuts. Joey. Yeah. I the, I was a hater of this movie. <laughs> I have been. But I am turned around. Hey! Nice. Nice. I, I, I have seen this since I was a kid and... I remember just hating and thinking it was dumb and just not funny. And right. Dry. Yeah, it, it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. What? Like, for <laughs> real? I, lo- That's I awesome. love Jack Black. Yeah. I think uh, since getting into Mr. Show, too, uh, where Jack Black is like frequently like a, yeah. a person on there doing very wild, zany things, uh, I've become more of a fan of his, too. So I think that I I was ready for a movie like this now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And yeah, I loved it. I thought I loved the music. I I didn't know. Yeah, it, yeah. Was yeah. all the music made for the movie? Not all of it, but yeah. but there were a couple songs that were. Yeah. There's yep. one that's like it says like I am a lot or something. Oh, I am. I am. Is that one? Uh, really written for man. the. Is that movie? another Mr. I think it's Mr. Loco. It came out in the 70s. Yeah. Okay, I was like, yeah. that movie, yeah. I mean, that song is great. Like, I swear. It is. It, it, yeah. it, it's a great song. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and uh, yeah. Dude. But, like, when I looked up the lyrics of it to try to find it out, it just kept saying it was, like, the soundtrack of yeah. Nacho. <laughs> I could not find the song anywhere else. It's so funny. What yeah. was, like, the, like, if there was one, like, well, like, when were you watching? Because I'm assuming when you turned it on, you're like, hey, yo, fuck this movie. I really got to watch this. Like, well, what, when were you like, yeah, this is I think a lot good. of people have hyped it up to me, too, because I think especially, like, the homeschooled Christian oh, group. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. loved this. And I had a lot of friends in those groups. I yeah. wasn't... I was one for a little bit. But definitely, does, definitely doesn't help, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And they loved it. And, um, and I... I don't know why, but I remember just first time watching it thinking it was just boring and just like the jokes were just not funny and it was just like too zany. Yeah. Which I was wrong. I mean, I, I will admit that 
I've come around to things like that. Uh, Did you like it from adult. from the jump, or was there like a certain point? It probably took like ten minutes to get yeah. into it. I was like, I, at first, I was like, "Oh, this movie might be dumb." <laughs> like, it, because it does start off a little weird, but then it does. Yeah, you just you get into it, and it is some of the funniest <laughs> things I, I have seen. Yeah, but the music I especially love, even like the heart behind it. There's so much heart. Yeah, in yes. this movie. <laughs> Um, the the message, everything about it is just so good. Like the fact that like he, <laughs> they're winning money even though they're losing. Right. Yeah. Such a great premise, and they're able to win. like. Yeah. And they're just getting their asses handed to them. It's just such a great plot. It's and, a, another uncommon sports movie. Yeah. Really. Uh, that that is a really good point you bring up too. Yeah. It's like both are very uncommon sports tales yeah. in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they're, like they're both surrounding sports but their goals are not sport oriented. That's no. usually what the goal of the movie is. Like we gotta win the championship. Yeah. That's neither goal of yeah. like either of these movies. I mean it does involve that stuff but you know for Rocky it's just Adrian. For Nacho it's just buying the bus. Like, yeah. And then yeah. when he gets the bus that's the end of the movie. Like, right he's done at that yeah. point. When, when Rocky gets Adrian that's it. I mean he does have to finish the fight to get to yeah. that point. But he just wants Adrian, yeah. which is cool. That's which what is makes why there's seven, simple. or there's six Rocky movies and three Creed movies because he's done. <laughs> and that's why there's only one Nacho movie. <laughs> they didn't need it. They're, they're like, we're done. He got the buzz. He's good. It's yeah. only a matter of time before Paramount shows up and is like, Jack, Jack, time to do it. Time again. to do Nacho Libre yeah. too. It's Chancho's time. Right. <laughs> good, Bur- good Burger too. Huge success. Chancho Libre. In our Chancho Libre. <laughs> God damn it. Damn. No. Chacho was a real one, to be honest, though. He is, man. <laughs> like, he was out here, like, they're taking the mask off. My man, like, which also, like, in, like, Luchadora is, like, like... Like, I know. That's, yeah. that's like, like, the biggest dishonor. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they, they basically just, like, dishonored him, like, in front of everyone by oh. taking his mask off. Like, that was, like, a big thing. Like, they're super big about, like, they're, like, in public. Like, like and that's why, like, Ramsey's and them, when they're in public, like, they're wearing regular clothes, but they have a mask on. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's, that is them. That is, yeah. Yeah, the they're the this personality. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, yeah, so he's a real one. He got in front of the TV and he's, like, T-posing on them. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, you won't see him. <laughs> T-posing <laughs> on them. Like, literally did that. The eagle powers. Yeah. But the, man, like, I... I feel like, again, this was, like, a movie, like, I think me and my brother one time just put on, like, a couple of years ago where we were, like, just, like, drunk and we are like, hey, yo, let's just put on Nacho Libre. Yeah. Like, we're, we're having a vibe. We were like, let's let's put it on. I remember it being hilarious and I'm like, there's no way it's not hilarious. But watching it, I was just like, fuck, bro, the color palette is just immaculate. Why is this, why yeah. is this movie color graded, like, to perfection? It looks yeah. so nice. So immaculate. Yeah. Like, and, and, like, the, like, consistency it's like the entire movie is like this is just perfectly colored Very like it's immaculate like, vibes yeah. yeah it just everything is like that blue that red that orange the gold like, is so yeah. nice in the movie too rich really yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's it and it's again like with Rocky like it's grimy but like I feel like like Rocky was really grimy where I was like, yeah. I was like, this shit is gross. But like, <laughs> but like, Nacho Libre is like grimy, but like in a very like aesthetic way. Where I'm like, it's I not gross. Enough. It's just kind of like it vibes. Like, oh, right? No. Yeah. He's got and this some... little box TV. Yeah. And he's got his rosary in this tiny little bed with the yeah. stone walls, and it's like, 
vibe. Yeah, <laughs> well, even the nasty bathroom that they're in is grimy as all get out, but it's just yeah. like the lighting is just immaculate. Like yeah. everything's just vibes. And there was like even shots where they're like staggered. It's yeah. like it's like Nacho's closer to the camera yeah. and like the the the, the, the I don't know his name. That El Skeleto. Oh, for real, <laughs> dude. What the hell? Uh, Steven is, I think, his like. That's his, what Steven. Yeah, okay. but his like oh, yeah. Luchador name is uh, El Skeleto. El Skeleto. <laughs> I, it's a yeah. I also agree. Like the, the the movie has a has a such a good vibe to it that like it's a feel good movie. It looks great. It sounds great. The soundtrack is beautiful. Oh, so man. good. The soundtrack like, is again immaculate. that one song that you like, the bubblegum song. Like oh, that yeah. whole scene goes so, so hard. Bro, why is he walking down like the steps? Like, I love the, it. Like, just like almost like floating. He's like, <laughs> just like <laughs> those shoes. He's bubble like gum. jumping. Bubble it's gum. so crazy. Bubble gum. Yeah. Bubblegum. Mommy. They added yeah, it to Spotify. Another Mr. Local. Again? Yes. It's back. Yes. It's back on Spotify. Hell yeah. My favorite song Years. from that whole soundtrack is the Saint Behind the Glass. Like, it's so mm. beautiful. Like, the, yeah. what's playing, like, when they're driving the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, the same behind the glass. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like when they're driving that, I'm like, cry. I'm just like, yeah, ah! so good. I love it's it. It's just such, like, a beautiful song while they're just driving. And he's just at peaks. <laughs> Dude. I always think that the love, quote unquote, love interest in this movie is Penelope Cruz. Every time I turn this movie oh, on, I'm yeah, like, it's yeah. Penelope Cruz. And it's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, right. It's just it's, not. Yeah, no. But. I don't know who that is. Did you think it was Penelope Cruz also? Yeah. It is not. It is somebody else whose name I can't pronounce. Yeah. It's not a famous. Regera, I think is, a, is, is how you say her last name. What else has she been but in? She's been she's been in the new Army of the Dead movie. She was in the Book of Life, Cowboys and Aliens. Shout out. <laughs> um, the, the, the Forever Purge. Another shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I was out here thinking that she was movies, Penelope Cruz. <laughs> yeah, literally. I always forget that it's not Penelope Cruz. Yeah, and I was looking it up today and I was like, shit, like, that's oh, right. Yeah, it's a young Penelope Cruz. <laughs> it's like, nah. Nope, just somebody else. <laughs> yeah, just someone who kind of looks like her. Yeah, I, I honestly, the biggest movie she may have been in so far might be Nacho Libre, or I wouldn't even argue Cow- Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why Army the Army of the Dead is up there. That's a bad, that's not a great yeah. Snyder movie, but it came out pretty recently. It's up there. Yeah. The- yeah, I, that that's her most recent, I think, release, but yeah. I, d- I do remember her from the, the, the Forever Purge, but... <laughs> <laughs> Iconic role in the yeah. God. Iconic. You gotta, st- there's a, see, take notes, people. Rocky no- made its sequels and it was it was fine. The Purge was bad off the riff. I don't know why they're like we should make a million of these in TV shows. Money, <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah. It is a cool oh, premise, but yeah, I've never like they never executed it well. No, it's boring. Yeah, not, it's not such interesting. A, it's way, such a yeah. drag of just watching people make incorrect decisions. Yeah, well, because yeah. they, they had a cool premise and they were just like a stereotypical thriller. Yeah, yeah. Back to the nacho though. The Back one, the, 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 the one liners in this movie are unreal. Like it's like Dude. probably the most quotable movie, and I think it, it, it's probably just a talent of that director because like that's the same thing. Point Dynamite's the same way. Dynamite. It's just he just makes such good one liners. Like me and my family would quote this movie like nonstop because it was just so funny. Like just every like all the scene where he's just like nacho. Look alive! Shit out of it! Sister and I must discuss Sorry, holy things. I've had the diarrhea <laughs> since last Easter. Like, it's so good, dude. I love it's that so scene. He's like funny. brothers. Yeah. 
I hate this lunch. <laughs> I hate this. It's so funny. Why can't we just have a salad? Dude. And then also my my personal line and every time I just ponder about the delivery of it. Get that going out of my ass, dude. It is so funny, dude. Every time I hear him say that. I'm like a fool out there. Like a fool. Dude. Give me those eagle powers. Give me those nutrients. <laughs> They really do, like, he delivers that. He is Nacho Libre yeah, in this one. He's bro. not Jack Black. He's just a guy that looks a lot like Jack Black. Fun fact about this movie, and I want to see if I can locate these, but apparently for some media, or I, I, um, I should say marketing material for the movie, whenever it was coming out, apparently Jack Black recorded an entire podcast series called, like, Confessionals with Nacho, and, and he's completely in character, and it became the most popular podcast at the time when it was released. It immediately rose to the top of the popularity charts, and apparently he did a whole series of him just, like, doing little confessionals in the character of... Well, now I know what I'm doing. That's like, I know what I'm doing tomorrow at work. I know, I was like... That sounds amazing. That sounds so funny. <laughs> he probably got his priestly duties. <laughs> Literally. I can only imagine... And the collection of, Rus of Russian nesting dolls. <laughs> I get a better duty. Yeah, <laughs> dude, so good, so good. I mean, and then of course, like you know, some other characters' lines are, are just as good. With the, I don't believe in God. I believe in, in science. science. I hate orphans. I hate orphans. Come again? You're yeah. going again? <laughs> I hate them. I just, so good. My favorite from that guy. I got two favorites. Is the when they're going to the party and he's just like. You like them? I made them myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then when he's like, looking at the doll, he's like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, exactly. He just breaks it. He's just like, yeah. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, it's such like a fever dream. He's like, how did you get up here? So bad? like, secret thoughts. It just shows the hole and you're like, it's what? an awkward 10 minutes of the movie where you you eject from reality. Oh, once they go into Ramsey's like into place, the, party? the yeah. whole vibe of the movie sense. for ten minutes changes. <laughs> you have these tunnels. You have the scene where like they're leaving and someone's just like popping dude. their tires. Yeah, what the and scandal. the corn scene. Yeah, dude, dude, for so long that like I definitely agree. The whole vibe of the movie was so confusing. It doesn't help that when they rip that guy's jacket. He's wearing a black shirt, so it looks like a void. Is just like, like that, that he's yeah. not a person. It's like it's like an, an alien or something. Because dude, for the longest time, I thought that that was supposed to be some extraterrestrial characters that, that like, showed up. I don't know why. Just because like it was, it was probably like my kid childhood imagination. Yeah, sure. But like now when I'm watching it, I just find it funny because like the guys who just did pop the tires and like he yeah. ripped his jacket and then they just like turned around and they just looked at him and it's like they're just like waiting to fight them but and then the he girl. throws the corn and it's yeah. just like and it just gouges him and then it just goes to the next thing yeah, exactly. like there is no resolution <laughs> and it just cuts like that's it I've ever seen that in theaters like with my friend my parents were right there it's like one of our first movie theaters experiences alone I remember like Alan being like what the hell like yeah. it, so it made me laugh every time I like that that is my type of humor to a T is just something happening and that just cuts like oh my the, god the cuts in this movie are like just fantastic yeah like yeah. they don't like drag anything on that doesn't need to be dragged like they're just no. like the, their little training montage like it, it just 
it just keeps going and going. Like, yep. they just do the most dumbest shit. Like, he just rubs shit on his eyes and then shoots over an arrow and then just like, nice. And then right and and then he just comes like, to the next oh. thing. Like, he falls down. It's so <laughs> like, <laughs> It's so random. It just, yeah, it's just, ah, oh, man. It's such a good movie. It is. It's, and like, Jack Black was perfect. I love the guy who plays Ramsey. I know he doesn't do a whole lot, but like, he's a but, real luchador, too. That's it, because really? yeah, that's cool. It's, I was, it's his only movie. He's only nice. been in Nacho Libre. No, a lot, of, cool. a lot of the luchadors are actually real luchadors. Okay, well, that, uh, yeah, that yeah. makes total sense. Because I was like, he should be a wrestler. Like, he looks <laughs> yeah. the role. I mean. Oh, yeah. I love when he's lathering him. He's like, Ramsey's is number one. Yeah. <laughs> His muscles he's just are like, number, number one. one. <laughs> like, he literally doesn't make any... I, like, that's what I love about Ramsey's. Like, even when he's pissed off, he's just like... <laughs> he's just looking. And, like, that's it. Like, you only know he's mad because he walks over to Nacho and just... Like, like, just throws the drink on There's him. really no warning. Yeah. Not Which point. I never understood why. I was just like, this man's just singing your praise. And he's just like, fuck you. <laughs> like, Ramsey's hated it whenever he got to the, like, everybody's dancing. <laughs> Happy party. <laughs> Ramsey's like, he's done. Oh, my God. It's... Which I guess would lead into my really one and only complaint I have with Nacho Libre. Which is... Tread the, carefully. <laughs> Which is the la- which is the final fight sequence for oh, me? Oh sure. man, that's the best part. No, dude, it's only two rounds, and it's yeah. like, are you telling me Jack Black, a guy who had this whole is only winning by like like falling accidentally on people, just beat the yeah. best in in this era of, of I don't know like there's no like ranking that they they're just like he's the best. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where he's the best, but I mean at, at okay. one point they mentioned like oh his match will be watched by five thousand people, and it's like okay like that he's is a, that's that's a popular yeah. guy. And then he gets beaten by Jack Black in two rounds. Yep. I was like, come on, man. Let's let this be the triumph here. And also when Ramses has his foot on on Nacho Libre and he's like choking him out and Penelope Cruz lookalike just comes in and is just like smiling at him while I'm like, dude, if I like walked in and saw my friend like with his neck getting stepped on, I'd be like, holy yeah. shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And all the kids are walking up and they're all just smiling and it's like, oh, dude, come on, man. Like, look a little panicked. <laughs> That's the best part because the music, it, like everything zones out and she's here. Yeah, which is so good. Yeah, it's just like because like really I, I love that because like they even showed that he actually starts getting better at wrestling because when you do the when he's like I'm gonna be fighting the strongest like seven yeah. men in Mexico maybe even the world <laughs> he actually does pretty well in that fight. Um, he gets like tripped up at the end and that's why he loses. Yeah. Um, is that he, the same? And it comes to squeeze. Yeah, he like does even come squeeze. Yeah. yeah, and like even his <laughs> first fight, like he's actually like beating. The guy and he rips his blouse, and, <laughs> and the only reason why he loses is because he gets too hyped up, and then they yeah. they drop kick him. So like he's like not a bad fighter, but he's fighting. Movie. He's fi- it's like if they gave Spider Rico Apollo Creed though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it, but I think it's also because like his whole reconciliation through the whole movie is that like he wants to serve God, and he mm-hmm. but he's like. You've given me this desire to fight, but yet it's sinful. Yeah. And then, like, he comes to amends with it because um, Penelope Cruz look alike. Uh, sister. Incarnacio! <laughs> sister in Christ, Incarnacio. <laughs> um, tells him that, like, like it's like, is it ever, a, is it always a sin of fighting? And she's like, no. If it's, uh, if it's, like, for others, like, if yeah. you're doing it for others. Yeah. So at the end, he finally comes to the realization, he's like, He's like, I was doing it for like fame no and glory. Now. I was doing it for like the fancy lotions, but he's like, no, I'm doing this for the little ones. Yeah. And then he gets like, in my mind, like the strength of God, like like yeah. a very Samson kind of moment. 
Because uh, I, I view this yeah. movie as a, 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 a straight-up Christian film. The only good Christian film. <laughs> Give him six rounds, then. <laughs> Round and a half, come on. Come on. I have a note. If Rocky, <laughs> if Rocky if dropped Apollo out, Creed yeah. in, like... like if Rocky had dropped Apollo Creed in two rounds, you'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> then the whole movie, like, goes immediately <laughs> down the drain. Because you're like, all right, he goes, like, the distance. Like, he, yeah. like, this just shows, like, Apollo Creed kind of sucked. If, he, if this guy kills him in two rounds. Right. I will yeah. say, not to go back to Rocky, but you know how in the first round he does drop Apollo Creed? yeah. Rocky technically has the opportunity to win the fight, but won't go back to his corner, and they can't start the countdown until Rocky goes to his corner. Dang. And had Rocky gone to the corner as soon as he dropped him, it would have been 18 seconds by the time Creed got up, and he would have been done. Damn. And he would have dropped Apollo Creed in a, in a minute. And wouldn't that have been a shitty movie if he just yeah. dropped the ball? At least the director's cut where he wins in the first five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally three different endings. The One, whole Rocky calls the fight off. <laughs> Two, Rocky loses the fight after going 15 rounds. And three, Rocky immediately ran to his corner after dropping Apollo because he knew he could win on a technicality. And he's like, I won. <laughs> the director's cut is the same exact movie. They just cut the, the, the nine minute fight to like 30 seconds and then do the rushing of the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just runs back to his corner. Yeah. Oh my god. But I view the 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 end scene where he's the, you know, they're doing the little music, the triumph yeah. thing where he's underneath, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as like the same as when the end of the match is called in Rocky. Like that's why I paired them together. I get that. I feel like, like that's like the the climax where like I don't know. They're at different points in the fight, but like they're still like and the I, last fight. And I feel that. Like, yeah. I just feel like the climax is is not as well earned. Because like, Nacho is still like it, like he's not as much of a bum as as Rocky is. So yeah. like the stakes aren't necessarily as high. But it's like I don't know. You kind of I kind of wanted to just to see like him like go further with it yeah. and like survive this fight. Because Ramsey's kind of like bails. Like he gets tossed and he's like ah, and then like <laughs> and just after getting an atomic wedgie from Jack Black, he just bolts. <laughs> And it's like, really? Aren't you like God here? Like, like, if if somebody just made me look like that much of an ass in front of five thousand people, you are not going home with any bone, like Man. unbroken. I mean, That's but if you saw if you're Jack, Jack Black, Black eagle soaring, yeah. fucking fifty feet. I too would be. That running. was some Michael Jordan Space Jam shit. Like yeah. it was crazy to see. Just but. the eagle noise in the back. Just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He had the power of the eagle at that point. That's so good. <laughs> Dude. The yeah, eagle like eggs have magic powers. Nacho's great. I, I'm, I'm even tempted to give it a four and a half even. Like, I, I don't know why, like, like the ending fight doesn't really bother me, only because the movie doesn't really take itself, like, too seriously. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I'm not... Yeah. Like, though I would like a longer fight, that would have been cooler. Yeah, but I'm not saying, like, like, it, like, it, like, fucks the movie. I'm just saying, like... Give me like an wish. extra like five yeah. minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree, I agree. Because it, it, it Make the stakes cool. higher here, instead of like an insta-win. Yeah. 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 yeah, I understand. Which I fault yeah. being like, it's a kid's movie. No kid yeah, is... Yeah, no, yeah, the kid yeah, is there, right. has been there for the fart jokes this whole time. Yeah, which well, surprisingly, the kid, there's only two, but I still laugh at... Oh, yeah, they're great. Yeah. I think it's like... The Chips one is the funnier one, though. Because oh, yeah. he's just like crouching, and then, <laughs> then he farts, and the guy like turns around, and then he just like jumps <laughs> I just so love, stupid. in the beginning, like, when they introduce Steven... Like, anytime he moves, he makes, like, a cat noise. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I'm so thankful so for that, because that, that is, like... Is the funniest he thing just, like, <laughs> He's, like... And he's, like, eating the chips, like... And he's, like, almost oh. purring while he's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so cat. Also, that guy's scream is oh. is literally iconic. Yes. Like, anytime he's being grabbed or anything, it's it's always the same pitch. It's yeah. always the same intensity, and it's so funny, dude. Oh <laughs> yeah, when he's like. And you let them do that to me? Yeah. <laughs> he's got the ice on his head. Yeah, it's like after he like he like ripped out a piece of his hair, and he's like, "Ah!" Oh. It's so good. Oh my god. Yeah, I I thought that like this movie, same thing with 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 Napoleon Dynamite, and I think Jared has just has a good eye for for making very awkward duos, mm-hmm. and and like they have this weird chemistry that that works between them and um, Jack Black and the guy who played. El Skeleto, or, yeah. or like, uh, was perfect. Like, I, I thought yeah. that, that that they were, um, they were just really, really funny together. <laughs> Very Napoleon and Kip energy. Yeah. So it was cool. Now the acting in in, in uh, Nacho is like surprisingly like really good. Like, even if it's like not technically the best acting, just like uh, the chemistry of everyone yeah. there just goes so well. Even the kids. Yeah, the kids yeah. do like just do a great job. You have yeah. like the little kid from uh, Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the like. Yeah, he's like, why can't we have a son? Cries. Yeah, like tears, dude. Like, and his face is so funny. How they got him to like hold his mouth, yeah. like, like, <laughs> like with his teeth out. It's so funny. My my mom hated like Nacho Libre. She was like, it's like they got the most ugliest people to be in this film. <laughs> What attractive person is That's what makes it so good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an aesthetic. Like yeah, yeah. It, it's perfect. I love it. Oh uh, my god. Yeah. yeah, I I I think I'm just gonna come right out of the gate and just say I, I'm, I'm gonna give this a four and a half. I think I think I've talked enough about it to where I feel like this is this is good. Um, I don't know if I can give it a five just yet. Maybe I will have to give it another rewatch. If yeah, I if I keep on yeah. revisiting it, then I'm I'm gonna have to bump it up to a five just because of pure like rewatchability. Oh, it's so robotic. Because like there's never a time where you're it's, like. People come over, you're never like, uh, you want to watch Nacho Libre and be like, nah, man, that's not the vibe. Like, it's just always the vibe. It, it is, is always such the a vibe. fun yeah. movie. It's an easy movie to throw on, yeah. especially if you're like in a, in a place too where like somebody's like, I want to watch a movie, I don't know what I want what I want to watch. Yeah. If they haven't seen this, it's like, just throw it on. It's, it's just goofy and yeah. fun and a good time. And like, so. even if you are watching it like with a more serious eye, like, it stands up to, to, yeah. to critique, to yeah. be honest. For sure. I, I agree. I agree. There's enough there. Like, you know, the soundtrack is worth checking out. The color grade, as we mentioned, um, cinematography is it is it doesn't do anything too crazy. But yeah. I would I would argue that Jared Hess's movies aren't really like that. So, but so it does it, a lot of like those quick does. zooms and shit that I love. Like it yeah, is that's very true. That's very true. Very holdovers, especially for like comedic <laughs> yeah. effect. It, it utilizes a lot of those like editing techniques yeah. really well. It's very funny. But yeah, I think I think it stood up definitely from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jay? Since you're the yeah. the one that was like. I hate this movie now. <laughs> now you've warmed up to it. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four and a half as well. Damn, really? yeah. damn. Yeah. Cool. I I think I need to watch it more as well. Yeah. To but I could see it becoming a five. I really enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Hell yeah, I man! Love the music and I love how quick it goes. Too. Yeah, oh, it's so fast. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. What was like your favorite scene from it? Oh yeah, I mean from uh, Nacho Libre. I, I'd probably. I really like the fighting matches, especially yeah. at the end. I really did like the. Damn, man. <laughs> You're wrong, Nick. No I know, yeah, I'll, and, I'm, and I'm definitely about to give this the lowest rating of everybody here, and I love this movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I'm about to eagle power yeah, yeah. on you. <laughs> Just, I'm gonna hit you from the rafters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
What, what about you? What? I, I, I'm, I'm giving it the highest score. Uh, I'm giving it a five. five. It's like my childhood. Like, my family, like, we quote it so much. To this day, we still quote yeah. it. Yeah. Like, when my youngest brother, they, um, like, my parents were like, you know, Tony, like, Mom, have you ever thought about getting baptized and stuff like that? His response to it was just like, I never got around to it. <laughs> <laughs> It's so perfect. Yeah, we, it's just an iconic film in my household. I just enjoy it. It makes me laugh so hard. It's just a good time. I'm giving it a five. Nice. So yeah. Nice. I love this movie. It is great. It is always a good laugh. I definitely have to be in like I can throw it on, but I have to be in a specific mood if I like want to sit and like actually like enjoy. It. If it's if like Molly puts it on or something, I'm like oh hell yeah, let's go. But like going out of my way to watch it, it I definitely have to be in a certain headspace for it. Still, I love it. I do wish the last fight scene was a little bit longer, and it, it is a bummer watching it now. Mean like Jack Black, what happened? Now you're Bowser, and you're not funny. <laughs> but goddamn it, are you so fucking funny in this in movie? In this movie, yeah, every it works. single line out of your mouth is the funniest thing in the world, <laughs> and the like, delivery is unstoppable. I feel like every single comedian has at least that one if they're given enough movie opportunities they have at least that one movie that it does work like whatever bit they're doing it just works and i think jack black's like crazy you know um comedic you know yeah approach to things Mm -hmm. this was a perfect balance for like him him giving some downtime and him having some jokes to say but then he also had physical comedy too and it's like it was cool it worked so i definitely agree with you even the song he sings is pretty good. It's funny, oh, yeah. Iconic. It's just funny. When he looks directly into the camera, <laughs> the Incarnation. And that background yeah, is immaculate. Yeah, like, just, back. like, <laughs> just like the glass like sco- tiles and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a good looking movie from like start to finish. I'm giving it a 4 out of 5. That's strong. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's super strong. Yeah, no, I, I would never... I, I, when I went to re-log it on Letterboxd, it was like 3.5 out of 5. I was like, wrong. I don't know. When the fuck <laughs> I would have said something like that. <laughs> But yeah, I, I love this movie. And Correlations, these are the exact same movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, dude. I mean, even even to the point, excuse me, even to the point where, where, where Berto brought up, it's like both fighters, literally in the middle of their fight, about to get rocked, and then the love interest walks in, and then the and then the fight kind of gets revitalized in a way. Yeah. It, it's just to a T. It's yeah. like, I mean, Rocky is probably a big inspiration, at least in part to this it movie, to too. It, there's right? no way it's it not. It has to be. So, and I, I love that. So you, it was perfect. You've also got like, you have like, even like some of the same shots you have, like you have Nacho Libre eating the, the raw eagle egg. You have Rocky eating eggs. Eating yeah, eggs. Yeah. You've got the scene of him like coming into the ring and he's, he's the, the underdog and then you have Ramsey's coming in and like, yeah. it's a spectacle light show when he comes in just like Apollo Creed. And you have this love interest that obviously is never going to go anywhere, but like he does it all for her. Yeah. I think that, and they're both just movies about a guy that's just like, it's another coming of age. Like, I didn't get yeah. to do the thing. I'm never going to be, a, a like, the the world's greatest wrestler, but in this village, if, to these kids, I'm going to be something. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. the best, the best, like, role model that they can have. And that's cool. It's like both both fighters, um, though Nacho wins, I mean, it's like, you know, a little bit different. But yeah. um, they do kind of resolve to have different goals instead of yeah. being like i'm gonna kill myself if i don't win at all it's like that's that's not the goal of the fighters you yeah know? like in, in in either movie so that's very refreshing to see it's perfect honestly for for a sports movie definitely yeah. joe what about you yeah i think yeah, you guys have covered a lot of them that were on my mind i think having the women at the very end is a big i think correlation between them but mm-hmm. 
um, that being their almost driving force. Hmm. Love can get can make you do crazy things. Damn straight. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. What about you, Berto? Um, yeah, like I I thought when I chose this pairing, it was because I thought they were basically the same movie. It's this this guy who is nothing. Uh, it rises to the occasion. Is given this. Uh, not even because they earned it, but they're given it. Like with mm. Rocky, he, he's they just pick his name because they thought it sounded cool. Yep, like, Italian stallion. Yeah, with, with Nacho sounds like a damn monster movie. The other guy got his foot ran over, so now he gets to go. Like it, and it's this very much like they're just gonna do. And then the the other fact is like kind of like doing it for not just themselves kind of thing. Like with Nacho, like he like learns that he needs to do it for uh, for the orphans. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, love, and I think I certainly don't take it as like he's doing it for the love of her. I think it's more of like the love of like like the monastery in general. Right. Like the yeah, kid. she's kind of the representation. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. She kind of like is there. Like obviously, it, it is a real love interest. Like he he talks about breaking his vows. Right. But it's kind of like this thing where it's like uh, you encapsulate this monastery to me. Like this this place. Um, and then I would say like the music, like there's such a bit, like both, uh, movies, like the music is such a big part of it. Oh yeah. Um, you have like, like, like I said, the ending, like not with, uh, Rocky, you have that, that big, just the, the music comes in. It's just that, like, like what, like everyone's charging and it's like this super grand thing. And then with Nacho, it's like, yeah, like everything cuts out except for the, like it just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, identical yeah, yeah it's and, just and both have great themes yeah. um, one is no words at all but religious man i think fully encapsulates what nacho yeah. is all about and it's kind of a goofy movie but then rocky's theme is so iconic and it Trying just stands apart yeah, yeah that too going yeah. hard now it, it's like it's 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 great. And they're both were bums. You're a bum, Rock. Yeah. Like Rocky was like kicked out of his gym basically. Like getting getting put on the rack is basically like you're not allowed to hear anymore. You put my stuff on scoop, bro. Yeah, and then like uh not just viewed as just like this like they don't give they don't he's relegated to the kitchen because they view yeah. him as useless. He don't yeah. he can't do nothing. Like they said, they don't think I know a buttload about the Bible, but I do. But I yeah, do. Exactly. <laughs> and flex it by saying, it's in the Bible not to wrestle your neighbor. <laughs> and they don't think I know a buttload of crap about the gospel, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyes get real crazy right yeah. in that scene, too. It's yeah, so, so I think it's very much just like two guys that have nothing, are nothing. They're not really skilled, but they rise to the occasion. And they make the most out of what they can, hmm. for Triumph. righteous for righteous reasons. Yeah, triumph. Of the yeah, human like, triumph of the human spirit. And I think that's also probably why like Rocky got that like statue in Philly, even though he's not oh, a real character. Sure. Especially if yeah. you think about like Philly in the seventies, like any major metropolis area in the seventies, it was rough. Like that's yeah. why it, it's so grimy. They didn't do that for set design. They just filmed in the street. It was Philly. guerrilla filming, like yeah, I brought up earlier. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like he kind of encapsulated this fighting spirit of like. The of Philly, the entire city, yeah, yep. and that's why they like, put him up on a pedestal. Yep, yep. That's why it's always cool to to have a good fighter story told so well because mm-hmm. I think it's a very universal thing that people can attach yeah. themselves to. So. For sure, for sure. Very cool. 
What a great, what a great episode that has gone forty-five minutes longer than we normally than normal, do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we a, sorry about that. Anytime <laughs> we have a guest on, man, it happens every it time. Happens, yeah. I ramble a little bit too much. No, <laughs> that's what we need. No, we no, like the rambling. This is, is a rambling. That's what we want. This like. is a yada yada <laughs> podcast, pal. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening, Matt. What's on the docket for next week? Oh yeah, it's, it's your my choice. Turn. If you're okay, doing so what we talked about, I'm very excited. Fuck shit. Yes, so <laughs> he's so, choosing some fuck shit. All right. Well, kind of. Okay, so so what I what I chose was um, we are doing a another Dolly Parton episode since we hey. decided to what, do what? Rhinestone. Or no, oh excuse me, I don't what know you... why we decided to. Okay, I don't know why I said Dolly Parton. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was gonna watch Steel Magnolias, watching? but 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 we're not. So, I was like, are we sorry. watching Nine to Five? <laughs> no. Okay, so my bad. Uh, Dolly Parton isn't in either of these movies. So um, if you were really excited just then, I'm really sorry. Um, but I can see Molly punching like the, the air right now, like motherfucker. <laughs> but the good news is that um, we're gonna be watching a PTA movie yes. called Magnolia. That's gonna be the shot. And the chaser is this movie called Tempopo, which is a a, a a foreign film, which is excellent. It's about ramen. I can't wait to show the guys it. They I'm not gonna lie. It. I saw one scene from it a couple days ago. I'm very curious why you think this is a chaser, but we'll we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll see if I if I remember it clearly. I saw the egg, double feature. I saw the egg yolk. Joey. I saw the egg yolk yeah. scene, and I was like, "That's oh, the hottest yeah. thing I've ever seen in my life. Why I would you, why would that. you show me this?" Yeah, the the egg yolk between. Yeah. Two people pass an egg yolk between their mouths. What the fuck? <laughs> Why did you say that that's the hottest? You have to watch it. Bro, you, you have to watch it. You have to watch you it. You just expose yeah. yourself as a degenerate. You have to watch it. Don't defend you yourself. Have that's some... You have to watch it. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, like hey, this French hey, kissing hey, yolk. Just you it. Hey, just hey, hey, hey. You gotta watch it. <laughs> this is a degenerate no, that likes anime too much. No, listen, 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 listen. It's not what you think, because it's not. That's the thing. The, egg, the yolk doesn't run. They keep it a solid and, like, really <laughs> exchange it back and forth. Bro, what the fuck? It was weird. It was so weird, but I was like, I can't wait to watch this movie. Like, by the yeah. end of that All scene. Right, my cool, my man, good. My I man like, saw that and said, You kink unlocked it. Yeah, exactly. Yolk. Yolk. God. Yolk I'm just, Disgusting. I'm just like Butt Boy for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Matt, where can people find us on Letterboxd? <laughs> on Letterboxd, we're under the shot, or excuse me, shot and chaser pod. That's right. You can also find us on cringe Twitter at the shot and the chaser podcast or at shot chaser pod 22. You can also find us on Instagram at the shot and the chaser podcast or just the shot and the chaser pod. One word. Uh, let's see what cringe Twitter Matt's been up to. Oh, look at that. Nothing but retweets. Oh no! No, Matt. <laughs> Matt does retweets, and it's just gifs. Only it's always yeah. there's never like words. It's just. Well, what else am I supposed to say? Boomerang. Boomerang. Sylvester Stallone rant. That's what you need. That's to, what I need to start do doing. Do that every every other day. Just, <laughs> all right. The light I'll went out it. the other day. I'll do it. My favorite one was because the, the only one that wasn't necessarily re- you had retweeted this, but it was a picture of like a girl with with Godzilla, and you just tagged me, and you said, "This you." <laughs> <laughs> it was because that girl got to go on a date with Godzilla and I was and like I was, Nick would fucking love that and I was literally I like had just hit the pen and so I just typed wood <laughs> dude, I, dude I will say the, the one tweet that got me kind of upset where it like but also so sad was that screen grab from that that 70 millimeter 
um, Spider-Man. Yeah, like you guy. look pretty devastated that you didn't, you're never I'm gonna get to see so that. Fucking sad, dude. It yeah. it looks immaculate. Like I, I'm I'm a sucker for that movie. Like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Oh, bro, so I, good, I do I do love the the Sam Raimi. Also, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna defend something here real quick. What I do? He posted a picture from the the first uh, teaser for the new Mortal Kombat movie, yeah. and he goes, still wondering how this gathered enough attention for a second installment. Okay, look, pal. That first one sucked ass. This man loved that first one. <laughs> I know, I don't he know had, why. He come over he to his house, and he's like, first we played Mortal Kombat. I had never played the game before. I kicked his ass in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we watched Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's not... The it's, old one's better. The old one's, like, way more iconic and funny. Okay, let's... They got the Mortal Kombat. That's not even in the fucking Movie. The like, first Mortal Kombat movie is brutal, and the second Mortal Kombat movie is unwatchable. This that's what movie, makes them good. this movie, balanced different. Where it's like it's not good, it's not bad, it's somewhere in the middle. Where I'm like, I hope that they it try was this again. Yeah, fun. and it was bloody enough that I was like, I know that if this gets a sequel, they'll go the extra it's mile. It's not even about the tournament. Like I don't even know. It's just no. Like, it's about the pregame of the tournament. They're trying to the prevent the tournament. I yeah, but like that's the whole game. The tournament. <laughs> It happens every game, though. Not in the like, first movie, though. The first movie is also like them trying to like not let the because tr- when the second movie opens, the tournament like kicks off, and it's bad. <laughs> I mean, hey, I didn't like it. You have the guy. <laughs> you, got, you guys asked for boomerangs, but then you you Mortal Kombat the boomerang. Mortal Kombat. Let my man boomerang. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Annihilation literally has the guy that plays Highlander just do a Japanese accent. <laughs> for good. no fucking reason. <laughs> He has a Japanese act, and he has Why like not? he has like that. The, the, he has the rice field hat on and everything. It's like dumb. he may as well have been like looked at a white guy and said, "Do a filthy Frank impression right now," because that's it's what he's funny. doing. It's called method acting. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the greats do it. I forgot yeah. about that. That's called Daniel Day Lewis in every fucking movie. <laughs> I would love. You to think see- Daniel Day Lewis wouldn't do yellow face? Yeah. <laughs> oh God! God damn it! Hopefully not. Well. Until next week's PTA episode, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. I'm Joey. I'm Roberto. He will not be back next week. I won't. Okay, I don't know. I didn't think about us was a sign out. Oh you, the, you always, the guest always does a sign out. Yes, we'll have you back on. We'll definitely do the JoJo Rabbit come and see episode at some point. But Yeah. Good night, everybody. Good night. Peace.